The views and opinions expressed by any hosts or guests of WJMS Radio do not reflect the beliefs of its owners or associates. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to WJMS Radio or the show hosts whose words, advice, and or opinions appear from or on our website or on air. Yeah, yeah, you know what it is. It's the No Vaseline Podcast. It's a podcast that gives you the raw truth, even if it hurts. Live from the 215 is me, cool, got P in the house. I damn well, I got a full house tonight. Got my man Antoine. I got my man Matt, Malcolm, Brandon. And last but not least, this is somebody I consider my sister. We've gone back, what, damn near 20 years? Um, give it up for uh, Brittany Booker. Booker. Shit. It's not even wet anymore. It's Booker. But yeah, uh, say what's up to the people, y'all. What's up, what's up? What's up? I, I need some more energy than that. Come on, y'all. I say what's up, what's up? Yeah. So, man, um, it's been a hell of a week. We did our first show. Show was a success. But um, as uh, part of uh, of accountability, I got to hold myself accountable. Um, last week, the, the sound was different because my dumb ass did not connect the soundboard to the computer. So that's on me. Cool guy, P. I did it, and I stand on it. But it's all good. Fuck y'all. So, um, man, we got a lot to talk about. I wanna, I wanna get into these sports real quick because a lot of shit has happened this week that we need to talk about. Um, from the Sixers to Le'Veon Bell just sacrificing his whole season in his contract. Want to get into that? Um, is it a wrap for the Eagles? Man, um, shoot, I don't even know where to start. So, Antoine, help me out. What do you want to start with? Sixers, Eagles, Le'Veon Bell? What you want? Well, I mean, since we in the 215, we might as well start with the Eagles. So, is it a wrap for us, man? We got we got, um, the, we got Saints, the Saints Saint, this we got, week? We're going, we going in, and we're going into the Superdome. Oh, I mean, if we lose this, we're not statistically out of it yet, but from a moral standpoint. Ah, oh, man. It's it's tough, man, because we, like, you know, we, we on one leg pretty much. Yeah. Oh, shit, literally. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I mean, we got all our starters out in the defensive mm. secondary, which was already struggling to begin with. Mm-hmm. And, when we, I mean, we got three of them out. Malcolm Jenkins is uh, going to play, but he's injured too. So, And we're facing the most potent passing attack in the league right now. <sighs> Drew Brees is completing like 77% of his passes. God, So, I just hope we don't get too ugly too early. Should we watch the game or just say, uh, fuck it, we lost? I mean, we fans, we got to watch. We got to at least give it a half. Okay. I, I, at least give it a half. What's okay. their record? Uh, are we four and five? Yeah, we're four and five. The Saints are nine and one or eight and one. Eight, eight and two? Eight and one. Eight and one. And they just okay. hung 51 on Cincinnati. God damn. So. Where were the Eagles this time last year? Uh, fucking like, nine and well, six and three, some shit like that. Six and three, or like six, seven and two, and two or something. Seven like and that, two. That sounds about right. Know, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was a big turnaround. Turn yeah. But this just goes to show how important the assistant coaches are. Mm. You know, we lost Frank Wright and John DiFilippo 
and it's showing because we can't get any consistency on the offensive side, mm. and we're leaving our defense on the field too much. Yeah, I heard y'all line weak. Yeah, the line isn't playing up the par. I think Peters is uh, past his prime now. Too many injuries, too many years in the league. Mm. Lane Johnson's not playing, so we got a lot of backups. We got a patchwork offensive line, but the way you save that is by running the ball, and we aren't running the ball enough. So we're asking Carson to do too much. Right, right. He's throwing what he dropped back 44 times last week against the Cowboys. And the Cowboys got a good defense. So we, they only sacked him twice, but he was under pressure all night. Like he was true. having to throw the ball with guys hanging on him. Damn. So it's like we got to run the ball more. Even if it doesn't work, you just still – sometimes you still got to line it up just to make the defense honest. Right. It just seemed like after that Super Bowl win, they just was like, fuck it. It was a Super Bowl hangover. Yeah, that's what they seemed, called it. That's a, a Super Bowl hangover? That's what, that's what they call Patriots it, Super Bowl hangover. That. Well, I mean, that just like that goes to show we, they got Bill Belichick as the head coach. Keep he's not, he's keep not his on straight. Right, he's not going to let them even fall into that. And mm. then just the way they do business anyway, they they get rid of all their guys a year before they really should get rid of them, or a year right. before they're done. Right. So you know you on your toes when you in New England because you know they they all about championships. Right. So. Mm-hmm. If you don't fit the mold, get out. Pretty much. So um, all right, Sixers just got Jimmy Butler. Blockbuster trade is what they called it. How do you feel about that? Me personally, I liked Covington and Charge. Just you can laugh, fuck all y'all. I don't care. I was a fan of. I'm sorry. I said I was a fan of Robert Covington and Dario Charge. Oh, okay. I liked them. They last year they were scrappers. Well, more so, Dario was a scrapper. Okay, thank you. Covington was supposedly like a three and D guy, but he was hot. He was hot in the beginning of the season. Then his homie died, and that really fucked with his brain. Wasn't so he like I, I one, of the, an out. one of the top three-point shooters, though? Or no? Yes, he was. At one point. At one point last year. Top three-point shooter. You know, it was good. But, like I said, his homie died. That was kind of a turning point in his season from what I've seen. It was all fluff, though. Like, he was hitting threes and moments that didn't matter. Like it just, Yo, it that's what I was saying. Like, I was waiting for somebody else to say something. Fuck, like, I had a whole argument. Sense. I had a whole argument with one of the homies named Zay about this guy, uh, Covington. Yeah, Covington. Yeah, he's a 3 and D guy that gets torched by no-name players that come to Philly Yo, and he, hang 40 on us every time. He was backing Covington up so much, bro, and I just didn't see, I didn't see why. Mm-hmm. And now they traded him, so now we see why. I was talking my shit. Right? <laughs> yeah, I definitely, I was happy about the trade, bringing in a guy like Jimmy Butler, high energy guy, two way player, one mm. of the best two way players in the league. So I felt like the trade was a good trade to make. I mean, yeah, I like Dario. I didn't, not, I was never big on Covington, but I did like Dario. But mm. if I got to pick between Jimmy and Dario, I pick Jimmy. I'd rather have Jimmy. So. I mean, yeah. I mean, hopefully, because uh, his first his first game as a six, he only had fourteen and lost. But I don't hold him accountable to that. I forget. Yeah, he just got, yeah, he got he to get got acclimated. It. He didn't even practice. All he did was he just had to shoot around with him. So he didn't even get to practice. He hadn't practiced yet. So, so he was just like, a, I'm going to get in where I fit in on this yeah. game. Yeah. Okay. And, and that loss, I'll put that more on Brett Brown. Like when they scoring 21 in a row, you got to call timeout. Yeah, this is true. He never, he never calls right. time out. Like they on a run. I mean, he, I know, I know he from that Popovich lineage, and Popovich likes to make his guys play out of it. Right. But sometimes you gotta like wait a minute. Time we out. just watched him blow at eighteen points. Exactly. Call timeout. Not one time. Shit. So, 
in order to in order for the Sixers to progress, do we need a new coach or do we need some more scores? Because like right now, um, Kyle Korver's on the market, Carmelo Anthony's on the market. So out of these two people, who do you go to? Who do you, who do you get? I I have an unpopular opinion. Anyway. Please say it. I think Ben Simmons is trash. Wow. Oh, wow. Hey. I think Ben Simmons is trash. I think he's handicapping the team. Is, you gotta, <laughs> is he overrated? He's wildly, wildly overrated. overrated. You got this guy wow. that's six foot nine, and all he does is run fast and dunk. But they put so much. They put the ball in his hands constantly. He, mm. It's watching him play gives me a headache. Like, but he's. I won't say he's average a double double, but he's he's been copping a lot of double it? doubles, a lot of triple doubles last so season. Let me ask you, what does a so. 10, 10 and ten triple double really mean? I mean, other than padding the stats, was I mean? No, but if if you play forty minutes a game mm-hmm. and you average ten points, ten rebounds, and ten assists, good for you. You should fall into that. Mm. Especially with his with his size yeah. and his athleticism, he ten points should come is, in the first eight minutes of the game if so, he wanted him to. And my, if you watch him play, he does it on purpose. He'll get all of his rebounds in the beginning, get all his assists in the minute, and then he'll rush to get ten points. So, like, Brent, so what you're saying is double. when you're watching Ben Simmons play, it's like he should be going a lot more harder? I felt like watching him all last season, he gets a pass. You spent the whole summer right. in mm. California fucking with a Jenner and yeah. came back still without having a jump shot, yeah. still without being able to. Yeah, because you, you said he's 6'9", right? 6'10". Yeah, 6'10". So, it's like, I, I you know, I don't watch basketball like that. I'm not a basketball bull, but. You know, watching him play, it's like he should just be coming through banging on everybody. Am I wrong? Or I mean, I, but I agree. but the way you say, like you said something, it seemed like he played like he's soft, like he's scared to not, go hard. Or it's not that. It's that like I like, to me, basketball is a skill. Like you mm-hmm. need skills to be able to play. Being big and fast is really not going to get you nowhere. To me, he resembles like very early Blake Griffin like he mm. no jump shot no nothing like that but we put the ball in his hands as a point guard mm. and it's just watching him play he causes a lot of the things that are going that's going wrong and nobody's mm. willing to say it because we can't hold him the right. way through I, I thought more so it was Embiid but no look, look no, no, but listen but listening listening to what you what yeah, you just like said, you it, said it makes sense no it definitely makes sense Embiid's definitely not the problem maybe he stands out the three-point line a little too much at times but mm, but, but then again we don't have shooters anyway he can hit it but so. he stands out on the three-point line because we got a point guard that got to be two feet from the basket yeah so yeah, if you trip. watch a lot of the times when ben simmons is working you got to move your you center move out, out the way yeah because to some, mm-hmm. you got to give him some space to work mm, right I get it. That's I, not Embiid's I, fault all the way. Because I feel like more so Embiid should be down low, like barbecue chicken every time, in Correct. my opinion. But so like if you got a if you got a versatile big, right? The, the point is to get him the ball and surround him with shooters. Go that way. If you get double, he can kick it out. We don't have that ability. Right. This is true. Other than when JJ's on the court, that's it. That's it. This is like even if if B if B go to the block every time, they're gonna collapse on him. He can't kick it to Ben for a twelve footer because he won't shoot it. Yeah. Like, so maybe should maybe Ben should step in. And look at him. he oh he he runs he runs he gets the ball at a fast break <laughs> runs down the court gets trapped and then turns around and try to throw it out and gets a turnover he does it ten the, times a game for the people in Radio Land we have the uh, Sixers game on right behind us while we're doing the show ben, so this way we're getting some uh, I guess uh, visual inspiration yeah. to what we're talking ben, about Ben can actually like he should he should reach out to Blake Griffin because Blake mm. Griffin has you know you know he was dealing with them injuries the last few years he's really revamped his game yeah right? now he has a three his game a lot mm-hmm. yeah he and he's sh- not even as athletic as Blake Griffin right mm-hmm. no he's definitely not as athletic as Blake Griffin 
I can dig it. But he definitely needs to. He needs to open up his game more. He's not going. He can't. He's not. He can't help us. What he's doing right now, man. So speaking about open up your game more, let's talk about somebody who kind of just closed down his game for his se- for the season. Le'Veon Bell Le'Veon. sacrificing his whole. How how much was the contract? Fourteen and a half million for one yeah. season for he sixteen fran- weeks. They franchise tagged him. So sixteen he, weeks. He's getting dang. fourteen and a half mil. Well, he, that's what he would have well, got. He, he would have got if he had to show it up at some point. And he chalks it. Yeah. So why? I mean, smart. yeah, he, I mean, well, you look at it, he was, if not the top, one of the top players as far as touches go, mm-hmm. like he was getting, touching the ball like, you know, 400 times a season. That's a lot of wear and tear on your body mm-hmm. not to have that long-term, uh, that long-term deal that he wanted. Right. So, you know, they, they, I think this was the f- second year Pittsburgh franchise tagged him. So he just said, you know what, y'all don't want to offer me a long-term deal with a lot of upfront money. Mm. I'm going to just sit out and I'm going to bank on myself. So, all right, just just for the listeners who may not know, what is a franchise tag? Well, basically that's when the team doesn't want to offer you a uh, contract mm. so they can sign you under the franchise tag. So, basically you get paid one year at the market value of that position. Mm. And, and what would be the market value of his position? It was fourteen and a half million, and then he had to look and That's see Ty Gurley just got paid, right? You know, so it was like he's as valuable, or he 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 produced as much, if not more, than Ty Gurley. So he, I mean, I can understand why he did it. So they, the Steelers are like lowballing him. Yeah. All right. Mm. But the thing is, if he gets hurt, if he would have came in, if he came back this year, right, blow his knee out. Next year he's a free agent. Then what? Yeah, then you got everybody saying goods. you got everybody saying he's damaged. You got everybody mm-hmm. saying he don't got it no more. And his the lifespan of a running back in the NFL is what? What like three years? Like three, three and a half, years? four. And years. that's crazy. And he's like twenty six. Yeah. And I, and I was looking at a story about how most NFL players don't invest their money right. So when they come out of the NFL, they just damage goods. Mm. Or uh, did I say it right? Damage. Yeah, damage. Yeah, damage goods. Yeah. And it's like some of them have uh, brain issues, and some of them have like knee problems and that's be kind of messed up because like you know you need you don't they don't be having a financial uh or maybe they do get it they just be trying to keep up with the joneses and buy everything and try to you know want to be that person well, but well at the same time like to, to speak to that um i know nba and nfl they don't have like a financial literacy class for rookies yes, they do they do they all do they don't i didn't know that the only difference between the the biggest difference between the nba and the nfl is guaranteed guaranteed contract mm. the, the, the nba if you come in and you you know you you're a good player you get hurt you're still guaranteed that money in the mm-hmm. nfl you're not, you're not and then wow. on top crazy. of that the, the running backs literally only have a window of a couple years and then that's it's over. It. Like, look at the, who we have. Like, we just got uh, Jay Ajayi or whatever. Yep. Mm-hmm. He Towards got ACL. hurt. Towards ACL. We're not bringing him back. No. Nope. Mm-hmm. And he literally just helped us win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I can bring him back. And what's funny, um, what's my guy's name? LeGarrette Blunt. Him too. Him too. Towards ACL with the, uh, with the Lions. Mm-hmm. Out for the season. Yep. So, damn, that's crazy. Okay. <laughs> so, fuck it. Let's just move on to the main topic. I think I should put some music on in the background to uh, just kind of set the mood. Because this has been the talk of the town all week, even though the video is old as hell. It is, though. It's an old video. video is yeah, old, old as hell. You can tell it's, it's crazy. You can look at it. You know what's so, you know, it's, and see, this is, it brings my point up again. It's like video old. It's like people ain't got to know what's better to do. It's like she probably did this, but like years ago. I have seen her. Concert seven times. 
And that's probably what she and did. I've seen her do it several times. Yeah. So what's the big deal now? Wait, wait. Put this ride on real quick. Jill, 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 Jill. Yes. You know like how you said that? It's like you said you've been to. I can talk, right? No. Oh, alright. Shut up. <laughs> been to a couple of her concerts. Hey, hey, like, hey. No. She's talking. She's talking to me. Jill Scott is talking to me right now. I've been a Giving that microphone some dome. I love it. Oh my God. Hey, right. hey, hey, yes, it did. Would, would you say earlier that uh, skinny girls is out, is out the window? They out of style? I don't think so because I feel like, yeah, I was kind of, I didn't know what you what y'all was talking about. What did skinny girls have to do with anything? Because Jill Scott is a I guess, quote-unquote, BBW. So what now? Skinny girls don't suck dick? You weird. Like, I'm good. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. How did we get to I skinny girls? Like, because he said it. Oh, all right, so what made you think? Chat. I should ask you a question. What made you think, like, skinny girls aren't because she a, she's a thick chick doing what she's doing? Big girls give the best head, by the way. Just saying. Speaking like, of experience. Like, what? That's, I'm just asking the question. I'm trying to figure this out. That's, that's definitely right an opinion. Yeah, All right, so, so wait, wait, wait. Crazy so, episode, Britt. This, so, <laughs> this is why I got her here. But so, it's good. So, we need you, Britt. So, so Mal, oh, why did you say that skinny girls are out of style? I mean, it, it, speaking to the mic, please. That's just this perception on, that, I was, that, was, that I was given when I saw the <laughs> meme. I, I never said they were out of style. I, I, I just said that was a perception. Yeah, I, I, I've, I've seen a lot of like social media posts actually saying that. Yeah. Like, you know, mm-hmm. BBW season and is in oh, full I effect. Mean, like all it types is, of... It is cold it, it, outside. It is bringing the resurgence back. You know what I mean? It's the, it's one, the creep on the come up. But I'll say a lot, a, lot, a lot of... A lot of my... Uh, Ex-girlfriends have been BBWs. I, I'm just a fan of the juice. Oh, okay, I, I, I don't, I don't I'm, think, I, I'm I don't so much of a fan of the juice. That, like, that's your that. like, wait, it's fucking warm in here. That's all I gotta say. I mean, do we want? I'm being humble and honest. Yes, man. Yeah, I don't discriminate at all. I don't either, because I feel like skinny girls are easy bomb outs. You can toss them around. You can flip I, I don't, them. I don't, They're fun. I don't think that. I just. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> yo, man. if you can see everybody's face right now, yeah, radio uh, like, uh, listeners, I, I yo, I, I this this shit is about to get crazy. Those aren't my views. Uh, Everybody has their own views. All I'm saying is skinny girls are easy bomb outs. You can flip them. You can turn them around. You can pick them up. You can throw them up against the I wall. Mean, hey, bro, against... There's some brothers that's flipping big women like uh, yeah, that I used too, to think though, that man. I used to get think that You got to get in the gym. Just I, I can't do it. self-confidence. I pick... and it's, a, it's a myth to that. And If I picked up one of my one of my ex-girlfriends, I'm going to tear my ACL. Uh, well, I, I'm not oh, built yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, you ain't strong enough. I ain't strong enough. All I'm going to say is that Jill Scott video, I had a flash. Like, that joint, I had like a Gave me flashbacks to a girl named Bertha. No, it wasn't yeah. the name of the Bertha. You cook like a motherfucker. She couldn't cook either. Oh damn, damn that's a lose lose, brother. I'm sorry. So what else can she do? Oh, good question, man. Messed up, Mike. She couldn't cook either. So what else couldn't she do? But all right, so you know we bringing this up. We're we're giving our um, unbiased opinion, unfiltered opinion. But I look at, you know, 
Jill Scott. Uh-huh. She's doing this on stage. She's doing. She's done this at numerous concerts, from yeah. what I've heard. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she's explained. Well, she's displaying her sexuality, I guess, or how she is in the bedroom with her dude. But our response was, "Oh shit, Jill Scott giving head. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Like, whoa, Jill, what's up? You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody's." She uh, sliding in her DMs and whatnot and stuff like that. But my thing is, how come she can't keep a man if she's like this? Well, I think it's a little more to it than just giving head to keep a man. You know, that's not going to do it. Mm. Can't just, you know, I mean, and who's to say she can't keep one? It maybe, maybe she, they not acting right as well when she's leaving them. I mean, it's not necessarily right. her. What does her simulating sucking dick have to do with keeping a man? Well, I mean, a lot of a lot of guys enjoy that getting getting a dick. So, what if right? she but, can but suck wait. dick good, but her sex is trash? But I mean, her form uh, can be all she wanted to be. But what if but, she can't? What if her What if her sex is trash? But That's a lot great, of guys. Man, what if yeah. she crazy? It's, it's, it's a, yeah, it's a right. question. Like like a lot of dudes <laughs> just seen that video and saw her technique and just right went just went crazy. Uh, the brandy. <laughs> What if what if she can't even suck dick, dog? Hey, yo, because hey. this is my thing. You see a nigga sitting there shadow boxing, you think he gonna fuck you up? And so I punch you in your chin, pussy. <laughs> good point. No, that's a good point. I, I, I like that. Absolutely, that's a good point. I mean, she was on stage. She is. She, I mean, she is. And, and that's what she do. Like from what we hear, this is like this is what she do. Right. So you from know, someone who actually goes to the show. Yeah. So. At the same time, y'all never had a conversation because you know back in the day you used to hear people say like, "Oh, Sierra, look like she can ride dick, right?" Mm-hmm. And it's kind of just like she couldn't keep a man either until quite recently. So why are we having this conversation about Jill Scott? Well, because I mean it's the talk of the town right now, so I thought we'd bring it up. But I'm just but going back to that point of like Sierra, right? She can dance, she can wiggle her hips nice, and but this is what we look at. To see if, well, I guess to to uh, what's what I'm looking for, to gauge how her sex game is because she's like she's what we call it. She's simulating the act again. So, what does that have to do with keeping a man? Right, because or a keeping lot, a girl. A lot of I'm gonna get to that. So a lot of us men, this is what we we look at to see if a woman is good enough for sex or we just we we look at that and we fantasize about it. There's a lot of single porn stars out here, G. Right, fucking you, you, you kill and, and it's like points, goddamn it. Because it's like, I, like I kind of see where she's going. Because like when I seen that, I'm not thinking about why she can't keep him. She just, she just giving head. Yeah, I was just thinking, like it, it gets even... to a point where, like, as a person or male or female, the head shouldn't be the reason why I'm breaking up with you. You know what I mean? Like it's, Fam, it should be, you, you it should be more to something like else. Like to me. Us breaking up and not working and shit and like it. That's I feel like that's like some childish shit. Like you know, mm, like absolutely. Some, you can't give me head right. I'm. I can't go. Like I wouldn't even be a, your dude if you can't give me head right. I wouldn't even. I wouldn't get that far in a. You wouldn't. It's like you know. What I mean, if you. If you had a, a guy that couldn't perform right, are you going to make him your husband? Your, your, you know what I mean? Like, no. Like, you no. know what? You're so? good. We hang out. We have a good time. But absolutely not. I need to see what's up with other people because you can't fulfill that no, need. No, but not even that. But not even that though. You have somebody who can do all of those things, right? Mm-hmm. And this is an unpopular opinion that most girls won't uh, won't admit to. Uh-huh. But 
regardless of the situation, I don't care how good the guy is, that get old too. So right. at the end of the day, that has nothing to do with it. At the, at, once we get down to it, it has nothing to do with it. So true or false, <laughs> the level of sex determines the length of a relationship. Yes. Explain. It's a factor, yeah. Yes. you. I, I think, uh, speaking from a woman's perspective, I think you do. You can stay in something longer if that part of the relationship is up to par. However, it'll still crumble at some point. Mm-hmm. It just might not be. You might stick around a little bit a little longer, longer because right. of that. Mm. Is that like a key deciding factor? Yeah, on the mic. Is the sex a key deciding factor in a relationship? A key the deciding factor of what? And staying in it. And staying like in staying it together. together. I mean, not to me. No, no not, not to no. me. I would agree. No. All right, so yeah. this is good because I mean it's both, a key deciding factor to keeping somebody around. Right. You don't necessarily have to be. You have to be in a, in a relationship. relationship. Okay. Right. Okay. Right. So. I mean, I, I wanted to wait till you know later in the show, but I feel like just talking about the length of a relationship. I know you've been with your wife for how long? Eighteen years. What made y'all stay together? What did y'all do that to like to keep it together? I mean, I, it wasn't one particular thing, man. It's a a bunch of things. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, to be in a relationship that long is, you know, we just we have a bond for real. You know what I mean, more you than have anything a else. Yeah, definitely. Okay. I mean, you see us on social media. I party with her more than I party with my friends, mm-hmm. like my male friends. As you we should. go out all As the time, should. and we have a good time. Like you know, we have children together, mm-hmm. and like we've and then we've known each other since we were children. Anyway, mm-hmm. you know, I, my my her grandma lived right up the street from my grandma, mm-hmm. so we've always known each other. I, I mean, and it's it's been sacrifices on both parts. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Nobody's perfect, and it's like if. It's worth keeping, and you work through it. Whatever it is, you're gonna work through it if you want to stay with. I like that. Yes. So I think for for the other married person. Yeah. So this is Booker. So for me, I think like like you said, like me, like me and, and my husband, we like literally party together. We do everything together. Like mm-hmm. we we just went to New Orleans not too long ago and literally party together. And the thing about it is like. He can't. He can't have more fun with his homies than he can have with me. That's mm. just what it is. That's like, true. and I, I pride myself on that, right? But at the same time, there are moments where I don't like that nigga, right? <laughs> so it Speak don't good. matter, right, right? What the sex is or what it's not, I don't like him today. It does right. not matter. So at some point, it got to be something more than that, mm. or else I'd be going. Mm. Mm. I like that. And that's so, a, and, oh, and, oh, no, like and, and, and shit like that is common sense. Like we get to an age where you know, am I gonna am I when I'm meeting this person, am I gonna build this? Am I gonna start to build this foundation, or I'm gonna keep fucking around because it's like I'm not gonna meet a girl and be fucking around and be lying to her just to get some ass because it'd be crazy. A lot of I don't know why guys do this. Like they really paint this picture for a woman just to get some cheeks when. Just be yourself, bro. And it seemed at the end of the day, like she said, it's going to crumble. Like if it's about sex, if that was your aim anyway, just keep it a bean. I'm trying to fuck. Let's go have some fun. And you're going to find that energy. When I mean that energy, like that woman, that girl that wants to have that type of fun. And guess what? And then like we got two married, two married people in here because they found that energy that wanted to build that foundation and like you said y'all sacrifice y'all go through y'all times of hardship but guess what y'all know it's bigger but it's so at the same time i can even speak to the point of like 
me and my husband when we met each other huh? it wasn't on no boyfriend girlfriend stuff like we met each other on some like I'm single, you single, we gonna have a good time, right? Right. And it just ended up playing out how it played out. It wasn't on no stuff where it was just like, I'm trying to date this dude or he trying to date me. It was just like, mm-hmm. we met, it was cool, we meshed well. Because I come from a school of thought that says like, you can have great sexual chemistry with any fucking body. Like, right, it's true. It don't matter. Like, you, it could be your best friend. Y'all don't necessarily have to have a romantic relationship. Right. right. So, so, so to me, that it, don't make no sense. It, 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 so I have, I have a question real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, why do we put up a facade with someone until we get what we want from them? It, it's like another condition phase. Like I'm saying, it's like because we haven't grown up, mm. you know, accept who you are to, and give yourself to the world. But it seems like I got to keep putting on this mask because I'm hiding from myself so That's much. That's good. That it's like, you know, if I meet Brit, like like earlier, like I come here, I say, I don't, I don't like Beyonce. I don't like this. But here I'm talking to Brit. I'm talking about something. I, I don't think she can sing, but really, I just don't like Beyonce. But by talking to Brit is like she helped me just come to my senses. But I could have been like this, you know what? I'm gonna fight it. Fuck her, not fuck Britney, but fuck Beyonce. Like, I, like she just can't sing. But no, she can sing. It's just that I don't put, maybe prefer her. You know what I'm saying? But mm. Antoine and Britney helped me figure that out. But I I didn't fight it though. You see, I accepted. Their, I accepted their energy to the, like help me figure out you know the rebuttals because right. but some people put up this this mask this whole facade and they just hurting themselves man just be yourself like I think I think too that like it's a lot of people's insecurities at the end yeah. of the day like mm, I'm, that's good. like I find I find like guys personally I find dudes who are like comfortable in themselves to be the most attractive like I don't want to if you weird and you quirky and you like you know you like doing crazy stuff or you uh you you like doing different things like if you comfortable in that that's attractive to me like i'm not about to sit here Mm, and mm. and find attraction in somebody that does the same thing that everybody else do or just fall in line with what everybody else do like if you like to sit at home saturday morning and watch cartoons live in that right that's fine i don't care as long as you're comfortable in it that to me that's attractive and i feel like most relationships and things fall apart because you spend so much time hiding who you really mm-hmm. are because you're insecure about yeah. it. And mm. once that person start really learning who you are, mm-hmm. it's like, well, I don't really know don't you. Really, right. And and that's one thing I like with, 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 with you. Because on social media, you post... Remember I was saying about this last week? I said, yeah. damn, it's like you, the way you interact with your woman on, on social media... I know a lot of other guys in relationship. You don't see them with their girl. They with the nope. homies or they, yep. but that's when you and see. That's what I'm saying. It's like niggas be looking at me like I'm crazy. Like yo, like when I get a girl, like I'm I don't have a girlfriend right now because I'm just on some bullshit. I, I can admit it though, right? <laughs> but when I get a girlfriend, I'm just gonna have a girlfriend. I don't want to cheat on my girl because I want that energy. Like energy to me is everything. Like we could be sexually attractive, but it's just the sex. So I'm not looking for nothing else, right? Mm-hmm. But when I have an energy, like when I'm looking for that great energy, I want to build, I want to go out and have fun. I don't have, like, like Britt said, I don't got to be about sex, no sexual chemistry. We have a great conversation and I'm getting high. Like, I'm, like I just want to mm-hmm. be around you because of the energy you're giving me. Absolutely. And it seemed like, yo, when I really meet that one person and I'm like, and I'm building with them, I'm not going to cheat on them because I'm a, I'm a really, uh, I'm going to hold on. I, I'm forgetting the word I'm looking for, but I, I really, um, yeah, like into that energy. It's like, I don't, I, y'all got to notice because y'all got. Everybody, everybody, we, both parties are responsible for that, right? Like, yeah. cause, mm. like, like me and my dude, for example, like, we can go to strip clubs together. We can right. go to clubs together. We can go out and 
he can go that way and I can go this way and then we can meet back up in the middle. We can like we can do Chris has seen us at partying or whatever mm-hmm. like that. Like we can do all those types of things. We could turn around and do the regular married couple stuff right. too. But at the end of the day, it's the energy that y'all gotta feed each other. Like mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like that's why they always say like you gotta have a certain level of friendship with the person you decide to be with. And she's so right. And I seen something earlier, like uh a, a lot of these guys nowadays, like, you know, we kinda we be like demanding women for something, right? Mm-hmm. But it's like you gotta put that energy into your woman or into that being. Or if you want, if I want something from my friend, right? I gotta put that. If I want love from her, I gotta put that love in mm-hmm. her right. to get yeah, back. To get but back. see, like we don't understand that because we so fucked up and trying to look like girls now. Like you oh, know, what I'm saying no. This shit is real though no, because no, like, yeah. what happened to like us wearing clothes for like three days straight? No, I'm gonna be honest. Like and just worrying about the grind though, the, and the grind could be anything. You either selling something or you just on you physically focused on you and getting better. Like she said, mm-hmm. I like I'm not trying to keep up with everybody else. I'm focused on what I believe in and I want to mm-hmm. do this. Mm-hmm. But it seemed like everybody wanted to just have the the newest this on and always always it's always Easter now. I mean, everybody so, trying to keep up with their timelines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and, oh, and, and, and this is another great point. I want I want I want to see Brit Brit like we talking about how there's no gap now like. Like remember when we was no growing generational up, gap. there's no generational gap. Like where we, we got the old heads over here, oh, yeah, yeah. and we over here, then it's the young boys. Now we're just like the old heads trying to dress like the young boys, mm-hmm. and it's just like damn. Like I, I think it's beyond dressing. Like I man, we went to a uh, <laughs> we went to a club one time, and I seen this old dude in there. He had on uh, he had on like skinny jeans and stuff like that. And I had this theory about like. What I want my husband to be like when my husband get old, I want him to be standing outside grilling with an apron on, his feet ashy. Like at the end of the day, like because that's that's what I, I looked at my uncles and stuff like right, that, and right. that's what they were. And to me, it's like you transcend to a certain level mm-hmm. of of manhood, and once you get there, all of that extra stuff don't matter. Don't matter. So, right, so let me right. let me ask y'all, why do we allow social media memes to dictate our expectations, especially in relationships? Because everybody's fucked up. Like the yeah. the reality of the situation is, we've allowed social media to to instead of us filling social media with what we want it to be, we've allowed it to dictate what it is that we have to be. Mm. And that's I spent a large majority of time I wasn't even on social media right. until this year. Right. You know what I mean? And just like what, being, two months ago? Yeah. And like literally <laughs> just being on it for the little bit of time that I have been. You mm-hmm. see so many things, so many opinions. Right. And everything, everything has started to become like a fact. Like you got to like relationship goals. Mm-hmm. I hate that I shit. Hate, like, yeah, yeah. Why, how, like how is your relationship my relationship right. goals? Like that right. don't make no sense. Like right. you can stand out here and think you know exactly what somebody's going through and stuff like that. But like I think social media is yeah it, it it's, it's yeah it is it's like I really feel like there's an entity out here working against people period don't gotta be black white pink mm. purple whatever whatever you are is like um the energy right it's because like like you just said how is a meme gonna dictate how I feel about my situation because it sounds good yeah but like I should be and it sounds like it's true it. like yeah, I'm, yeah. 30 some years old like I should be bigger than just okay I can like pick up my phone and see a bunch of asses and not be like alright I mean I, and but it seems like I, we get, get, my, we, we get so ahead. caught up in it cause I think we don't have nothing to get caught up in like I think if we if we focus on something and stay busy like I'm so glad we started this podcast right cause I'm a talker but like if I didn't have the if right, right now if I didn't have to come here and do this what would I be doing probably outside doing some dumb shit 
getting in trouble, but now I'm putting his energy to something. And I think when we go on the internet and social media, is mm-hmm. is we got so the devil misery loves company, whatever them sayings are, mm-hmm. right? We got so much free time that when we don't put that time and energy to to purpose. We get we become like the purpose and the statistic in a sense. Like we're getting taken over now. Mm. If I'm if I'm getting through the yard, yeah. Right. Right. yeah. And I mean, it's like people seeing especially with the social media. Other people are seeing people get fame, attention off of it, and everybody wants that fame and attention. So they go they modern their lives after what they're yes. doing and yeah. they mm. say goals. Mm. That's good. I, I got an interesting thought about that because I think. Uh, like I think social media has ruined like weddings, proposals, stuff like that. Yeah, I, I think agree. it's become like a, a it's become more of a show, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like where people used to actually put. I think I literally think that people propose to other people just so that they can put it on. Social just so, media. just so it's on the ground. People get people get married and have weddings just so they can put it on social media. Mm-hmm. Like social media has literally become a thing where it's like. Like you don't even know what's real or what's right. fake no more, and then the accessibility of it is like I think it's causing everybody to kind of look at like as a man. I, I know for y'all, like y'all go on social media and y'all can scroll through a million chicks that mm-hmm. ain't got no clothes on or whatever like that, and you really taking your attention away from when your lady walk in the door mm-hmm. and she just came off work and she tired. Now you looking at her like she doing something wrong. Like, mm. so I have a question about that, and this is for the the fellas more so. Um, has the over access of ass that we see online caused some black men to become unattracted to black women? Yeah. yeah. Please elaborate, somebody. I, everybody's agreeing, but I, I need I need some elaboration, please, Brandon. Nigga, hell no, hell no, really, <laughs> hell no. When I leave here, I'm going to appreciate the hell out of a black woman. You feel me? Like real rap. I see all that fake shit. And all it remind me is, is that I appreciate some stretch marks on some titties and some ass, cuz. How about These it? perfect ass titties. Now I'm scared because you, you, might, you might got a dick a like man. me, cuz. Absolutely. Speak on it. Speak on it. Look, I need you to have some stretch marks on your titties. <laughs> I need you to rep to stick a little bit because you might smoke ports. I mean, look, it's okay to be imperfect, shorty. It's okay to be imperfect. Get me? I mean, yeah, I agree with you what you're saying, yeah. too. But I would say, like, as far as. Just society, a lot, yeah. You do see like brothers chasing the quote unquote foreign chick more often exotic. than right, the exotic, right. exotic foreign chick more. The often Armenian than. looking chick, right, or the, the Kardashian type. I, I think that's some time, something that has to do a lot to how they were raised. Because hmm. I was raised with a house full of strong black women. Mm-hmm. I can never look at a, a woman, uh, I can in a negative light. Like I can never. Mm. No. I, I even think it's not not only is it making not not necessarily y'all but like guys look at their women differently. I think it's making women look at themselves differently. Like mm. women who are like you know, like myself, I've always had an athletic build. Like I got a little bit of everything, I don't got a whole lot of nothing. Like and at the end of the day, if I were uh, if I had a different mindset, maybe I would think less lesser of myself because I'm looking at what everybody is plastering all over the television. Right. Thank God I don't. But at the end of the day, you know, you got a, a, a real skinny woman walking around. She might be beautiful, but at the end of the day, she looking at her body like I don't match. I don't. I don't fit because I don't look like what they pushing on social media. Right. So that that's kind of like I, I look at like ladies like Little Kim, right? Like that. Like she was so obsessed with being Biggie's woman that she physically changed herself to try to look like Faith. Am I yeah. right? I mean, well, I don't think she tried to change herself to look like Faith. That's but what it looked like to me. You don't gotta, like, you don't even have to go that far. Like, I even, like, you look at regular, 
So think about it like this: the artists in the '90s, the Leahs, the Mayas at the time, mm-hmm. the people like that, like they was very just, natural. They was very natural, pretty right. girls, right? Right. right. Nowadays, every girl that's out there now, she has to have a waist that's about this mm-hmm. two inches big in a big and old bunny, ninety nine inches wide, and then mm. ass be hard as rock. Yeah, and it's like everybody looking at that, like the guys is appreciating that, but right. eventually, like I said, it, it, to me it becomes a sexist thing because girls just try to fit the mold that guys are accepting at the time. Right. So eventually, whatever y'all accept, chicks is gonna do. Not I, me, I'm like, but everybody else might. I'm like Brandon. I don't like all that plastic surgery. Me neither. I'm, I'm scared of that. Now, what was you going to say? I'm trying to who, who and what's really making this popular because from from like popular like if we took a vote like majority rules most of the guys don't even like that stuff. Right. Anyway. You know what I mean? So but how's what guys are openly admitting that? Exactly. Cause Nobody. It's, it's, it's different. It's different to be sitting in a circle with like-minded yeah. individuals and right. say I don't like that than be somewhere else with maybe people you don't know that well. Right. And then they all talking about how they like it. How many people are gonna say, "Well, I don't really like it." I don't. Right. I don't like that. Like flip on yeah. the TV. Yeah. Right. Us flip here, we'll TV. say that. Right. But and when you, right. yeah, you know us. We'll, yeah, we'll keep it real. Flip on, the, flip on the TV and look at a music video. Exactly. Ain't no regular. Mm-hmm. Ain't no exactly. regular. Like remember, like I said back in the day, you would turn on a music video. It was always like a model or something like right. that. Regular size, pretty right. girl right. in the video. Right. Yeah. Turn on video now. It's, all the girls built the same. All the girls yeah. look the same. All look the, even like the face. Like I mean. I've actually the, the I've big overheard lips, the skinny I've, over, nose. I've overheard more women. Just not saying all women, but just the women I've overheard. I've overheard more of them say, "I want to. I can't wait to go get my body done." Then wow. they say, "I can't wait to go get in the gym." Wow! Or, I, I want to work out and get my body tight. I, I hear a lot of women say, "I want to go get my body done." Wow! So they obviously see a no. mold and they trying to fit that mold. Nah, because then you got half the people walking around. Like Serena Williams for a while, for a long time, there are people who appreciate her body, right? Right. There are people who appreciate it. But then you also had the dudes that's out here like, nah, she like a man. I can't rock with that, right? And then mm. so you have, so you got you got her own men saying she look like a man. She too strong. She too this. So then Fuck on that. the flip side, you, you got that you chocolate bunion, boy. She, I mean, Oof. she's built great. But yes, she and, and even is. Tiana Taylor, people, some guys appreciate her. Other guys be like, I don't like that shit. Yo, she's right. fucking superhuman, yo. Like, but that's, at the like, same Tiana time, Taylor is like the, in my opinion, the original Wonder Woman. I got that. But at the same time, people make content, People make comments about her being too strong, too fit, whatever. They're like gay. That. She worked on her body. She worked on her body in the gym. Chicks that's not out here working on their body in the gym, they be the ones getting the plastic surgery mm-hmm. and the dudes just throw them in videos, right, right. putting them up on social media, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Right. They're the ones that's getting admired. That's why I feel like the whatever the majority is, isn't it? You know, I always get, go against the majority because it seems like whatever if you're trying to fit in, like it says, it's like you're trying to do it, you're trying to you're trying to do that. The mic was behind you, dog. Oh, I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> and it, it, it gets to a point where I'm just like, yo, I met a girl, right? Mm-hmm. Her body was cool. She's getting a little big. She's probably a Twinkie away from like being kind of crazy, right? Hilarious. But all she had to do was just work out. Like she was a big woman, like you know what I mean, big woman, like. But she was just big, like that was her. That was and her get down. I thought she was getting in the gym. Guess what? Come to find out, she started getting surgery, right? Mm. But that got messed up. Next thing you know, she's trying to get surgery, and it's complications. Mm. When you could have just went to the gym, went hard for like a year, it take time. Like, and that's another thing. Like, results take time, and it, it, that's what I'm saying. If you're really a person that's 
really about your due diligence, you know that right now. That mm-hmm. when shit take time to get done. So when you go to the gym and you think your stomach going to get abs in three weeks, four weeks, or two months, you tripping, fam. Right. Like, this shit take time. And I think that's what a lot of people, and I think we've been conditioned just to... Yeah, instant. We need it instantly. Instead yeah, of just yeah. getting and feeling that uh feeling that like that process, we need it now. Instead we need appreciating it. the journey. Yeah, we need yeah, it now. Want the destination. But I think yeah, that's, that's it's the microwave also, mindset. It's also a matter of not holding each other accountable, right? Because I'm not the type like I'm not the girl. You're not gonna sit here and tell me that I need to work out and you got a stomach. Like right. we either going together or we both gonna be fat. Like that's that's <laughs> just is what it is. You're not about to tell me that I gotta look a certain way. And you don't. Right. So, so speaking on accountability, will there ever be a time when women will hold themselves accountable in relationships? Who says they don't? I see a lot of it. I see a lot of women who uh, don't. This is, this and this, this isn't like, like no, 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 no. <laughs> but I, I, I just want you to speak on that. Like, mm-hmm. I, do you see or do you know a lot of women where if they're in a relationship and shit gets fucked up, it's always his fault. You never see a woman like, you know what? I, in this situation, yeah, we was both fucked up. I know I fucked up on my part. I can only you know. I can only speak on myself for that. Like, mm-hmm, please. And I've been through. I've been in relationships, broke up with people. Been, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and I at the end of it, I always look at myself. Like mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you can't be with somebody and then things go wrong and you automatically say like, "Well, they did everything wrong." Right. Like, that's not always the case. Like, there's always things that you could have done wrong. Like, I went through a whole relationship with somebody I didn't want to be with. I went mm-hmm. through it just because I was going through the motions or whatever. Right. But at the end of it, I looked at myself and said, well, why would I do that? Like, right. there's a reason why I was sitting there, allowing, you know, allowing that to go on, and I didn't make the decisions that I needed to make. And then my energy is off, so obviously their energy is going to be off, too. Yeah. I don't want to be here. They know I don't want to be here. So why am I here? So right. it, there's a there's there's a certain level of accountability I had to take on myself to say, all right, you need to figure that situation out. Look, mm. uh, be you you're the type that's like, and as far as as long as I've known you, you've, you've been the type that's quick to say, no, nah, fuck that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Definitely. So yeah, just just hearing that, it was just like, again, and I'm glad that you held yourself accountable, and I feel like a lot of a lot of sisters out there need to see that, where it's like, yo. I know where I met. I, I know where I went wrong at, mm-hmm. and I know it's going to be up to me to be able to fix that for the next relationship instead of projecting like my bullshit from my past relationship onto this new relationship. That's everybody though. Like I feel like everybody. Like I said, no, I feel I like our that generation in, in whole is totally jacked up. Right. I just right. think I feel like I feel like women have expectations that mm-hmm. they. I, I feel like women have expectations of guys that are unrealistic. And mm. then I feel like good. guys That's don't. Good. I feel like guys don't hold themselves to a standard that mm. would allow a reputable woman to come into their lives. Like if you're not doing certain things, you can't expect somebody to want to be in your space and for them to be like, how are you gonna how are you gonna come to the table with nothing and expect somebody to have everything? Everything. That That's good. Sense. So I have a, I have a question for everybody. Um, are we more enamored by? Oh, I should say, why are we more enamored by good sex rather than the good spirit? And this back, this is what you this this goes back to what you were talking about when you you talked about how you know there's a lot of women out here who will just fuck a dude because he he fucks that girl he, he fucks her good, but knowing good and well that woman should not have a baby by this dude because of the type of guy he is. Right. So. So why is she like? Well, why are people more enamored by good sex rather than that's just a, a good spirit? That's a lie. Number one, 
That's a lie. What? Hold up. Don't no girl have don't ain't no girl really sitting around talking like I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm doing this simply because you know he has good sex. It always is more about the insecurity and the attachment. Ew. Mm. It's never about say the more. fact that Please he has say good more. sex. It's never about it's never about <laughs> like I always, I have a, a theory like if a woman is happy she'll never stray right mm. she never will right if but if a woman is insecure she's always looking to be fixed that has Ooh. nothing to do with sex absolutely nothing I agree that's Brothers. what I'm saying so your question is like you know you might want to change it up because the sex you know sex has nothing to do with a relationship. Like you know, I'm, a little explain, bit. Explain. A little bit. I'm just saying, like you have to figure out who this person is you're engaging in first. Mm-hmm. Find them spiritually. Mm-hmm. Like sex should be like sex should be like okay because it's we, the icing on the cake. Because like 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 we can have sex. I can jerk off, right? But if if I'm around you and I jerk off and I want to leave now, then I'm not connected with you. Because mm. you know, th- that's that, that's the same thing where I always say like somebody will say. Uh, this girl's sex was trash, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm always like, so, her sex was trash to you. To you, right. She might not have just been the one for you. Yo. Like a guy. Like, you can look at a guy and say, oh, well, dude, sex was trash. Nah, y'all just didn't connect physically. Thank you. He, mm-hmm. might, he, might, see, be, see, he might be Superman to somebody else. Say more. For you. So, like, when you asking these questions, right, see, where, where we got to stand, there has to be a connection. So, like, Absolutely. I seen a, a meme where it was like, uh, you know, if you got to spin on her jaw, spin on the yams or something, she <laughs> or she spin start. But no, she Spitz. just not feeling you. If you got to talk about 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 talk <laughs> Please elaborate. But I'm gonna keep that. it real. Like back to back. she can be feeling me or no. Like if, if we about to engage in sex, I, I gotta eat that pussy because no, it's like burgers and fries. Yeah, they go together. <laughs> real rap <laughs> freak. <laughs> you gotta get the Hold volume. On, Brent, Brent says, I know you about to go in. All, right, all, all I'm saying is like hey, Matt, your point what I think Britt was saying earlier. It's like if we don't got that connection, what's the point in you know in engaging it with you? Because now, like she just said, if I come out saying yo that shit was trash. No, we was trash because the whole situation was trash because, right, like, right. It, it wasn't worth it. Like, if I'm engaged in sex, I wanted to right. be worth it. Like, right. you know, mm. I just don't want to go out and just bang, just short. I'm going to have to be super drunk or something. But because, like, right. me, I'm I'm at a point now where it's like I read so much and I mention so much shit now. Like, right. it's energy now. Like, right. I don't want to go sticking my dick in something that's dead. Mm. Right. You Spiritual. Know so, no, you, all right. Nobody else says Brick, Brick, go ahead. So, go ahead. My bad. Go so, ahead, Brick. So, to the other part, the, the what do we, what you call it? Spit, Spit start. start. So, <laughs> so, first of all, so my problem with that is, right? Uh, uh, so, my part, the, my problem with that is, most dudes just not willing to, to, to trust the process for a lack of a better phrase. Like, at the end of the day, you can't take some girl fresh off the street, throw her in your bed, and then automatically say, she's supposed to be ready for you. Nigga, who are you? Like, at right. the end of the day, shit, I do. The, the, Every other no, Friday. like there's 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 a whole <laughs> lot of things you gotta go through. You you married, right. right? And at the end of the day, your wife loves you. I'm sure. Uh-huh. I love my husband. But at the end of the day, if I come in fresh from work, I done had a long day, and you sitting there looking at me like I'm supposed to be 
raring to go right now, right this right. second. It don't work like that. It don't work no, that no, way. No, and it's just no, it, don't work like that. you physically <laughs> just don't work that <laughs> way. You see what, see what Brittany is saying, world? Are you listening to Brit right now? Because for some reason, you people have this this fantasy that it's always about sex. It's always about the ass. It's always about the dick. No, it's about being. It's about being physically financial stable to take care of your fucking your 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 responsibilities and handling what you need to do. It's like I, I'm not trying to go out and bang the world. Like you know, what I'm saying I need to like like let's come up with some ideas. Like and that's what be stressing me out right now. Like I'm 32 years old. Mm-hmm. I just turned 32, and it's like I I've had lots of sex with lots of women, but. It, it's, it was cool. Like, I can't brag about that. You know what I want to brag about? Where I've been, what I did, what people I helped. Like, mm, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's what good. I, that's type of shit I want to brag about. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, and I think we get so caught up on, because we it's being it's being pushed in our face. Like, we go on the social media right now, his ass is all over the place. But see, at the same time, like, I feel like that, uh, that come along with that is that the fact that people just not honest with each other. Like mm. you could have you could have had you could have had sex with with twenty five girls, right? Yeah. And I'm not no shade to you at all. Like, but I'm willing to bet you twenty of them girls lied to you. Like it it just Ooh. is what it is. Like, and that's, <laughs> that's not it, that's not not that's no shade good. to nobody. No, no, no. Like that's, at, that's, at the end of the day, like you'll hear a girl say like, "Oh, my shit always ready." She's a liar. She's a liar. Right. She's yes. a bold faced liar. Right. And then it, she just is like, and and I consider myself to be a a highly sexual. Woman, I am. My, right. my husband will tell you. But at the end of the day, if it's Thursday and I just got off work and I've been doing whatever I've been doing all day and I walk in the front door, nigga, I am not ready. You right. know what I mean? Like, mm. it just it is what it is. Like, And most girls, they try to sell this story in order to look better right. to, to guys or whatever like that. But for me, it's like if you sit, you spend your whole time lying to each other, you got like that. that's a part of the problem in itself. Yeah, I agree with the you. main problem. And like back to that, problem. throwing up the facade thing. You know what I'm saying? And this is just to shut out real quick before the break is like, because social media, like once we go in there, it's like we're just so conditioned. Like, like you said, I want to keep up with this person. I want to keep up with him. I want to keep up with her. So it's like, let me do that too. When Mm. they're not even doing that shit. It's crazy. So it's just like now you engaging in a false reality. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm out. That's good. Well, on that note, we're going to take a quick break. This is the No Vaseline Podcast. Oh, shoot. This is the No Vaseline Podcast only on WJMS Radio. And we will be back. Oh.
Welcome back to the No Vaseline Podcast, a show that brings you the raw truth, even if it hurts. Live from 205, it's me, Cool Guy P, and House We Got. Antoine. And House We Got. Maddie Matt. And House We Got. Not on the mic, and House We Got. <laughs> Motherfucking Brandon. Fucking Brandon. In the house we got. Brittany. Brittany. That's right. <laughs> That's my name. I went to work today. <laughs> Man, uh, this this first half of the show has been uh, bananas, if I can say. Um, talked about a lot when it comes to this relationship shit, and I'm, I'm glad that we brought Britt here because if she wasn't here, it definitely would have been like a woman bashing show, in my opinion. Clearly, yeah, yeah clearly, you know clearly. What I'm saying? So been we we have been showing love, been a we, 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 we would have been a landslide, but not the proper yeah. love. We, we we can't we can't offer that perspective right. that she offers. Right. Right. So with, with her being here and holding her own, I mean, it was uh, it was definitely dope that she's here because she's bringing uh, a balanced perspective to the show when it comes to these relationships. So. Um, I want to get back into it, and I want to start off with this question. So, Britton, Antoine, Antoine mm-hmm. and Britt, mm-hmm. y'all yeah. are married, right? But I wanted to ask: in in today's time, is marriage overrated for men? Do you think? No. 
He wow. better not Absolutely. say yes. <laughs> no, look, no, I was no, had to no, set no, him no, up. Wait, wait. That's not even like that's not even like not 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 wanting not wanting to get in trouble type of answer. Right. So so like, I feel what? bad for y'all single dudes out here right okay, now. Okay. Y'all got a lot. Why. Like it's a lot of like the single the single right um, the single feel. I don't want no parts of it. Cause just for all the shit we've been talking about, people got too much bullshit with them today. Mm. I'm cool. I'm, I'm happy. I'm comfortable. Right I'm so. confident with my wife. Like I'm, I cannot imagine being single right now. I wouldn't wouldn't want that at all. So, all right. so, so Britt, then I want to go to Brandon because he he got very attentive. So right. Britt, go. So here's the one thing that I wonder, like. With guys who always be like, oh, I ain't never, I'm gonna be single forever and stuff like that. Like, I just look at it like this: at some point, there's things you want to do in life, right? Mm. And the the biggest thing that I can say, the point is proven. You have never seen a very highly successful man without a wife. It doesn't happen. Mm. At some point, you need somebody to be your support system. You need somebody to help push you in a direction. That's good. If the only thing you fighting for is yourself. What are you really fighting for at the end of the day? Like, you've never seen a highly successful man without a wife. That's just point positive. Unless they got a partner of some sort. Let me I was about to, I was Let me go there. They, they have a partner of some sort. And then at the end of the day, too, it's like when you... When, you, when you're married or when you speak of the devil, when you marry <laughs> and... Uh, Things like that. Her husband you, is calling right now. Right, you gotta, you got to understand that. Like, I'm sure you go home to your wife, you bounce ideas off of mm-hmm. her. Y'all, <clears throat> y'all sit there and have conversations about what y'all want to do going forward. Mm-hmm. Y'all go through all sorts of life things together. At some point, you're gonna come to the end of your journey. Niggas die every day, be right. right. It's, it's like, it's like. <laughs> You gonna you want to be there by yourself? Like I mm-hmm. think celebrity guys are some of the loneliest things in the world. Like yeah, you yeah. spending thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars to to fly somebody out. You spending you know you spending all of your time trying to work on somebody. Why would you want to do that when you already got it set up in the bag? You know, at the mm-hmm. end of your night, every night, you going home to your wife and whatever and whatever y'all want to do, y'all gonna do. But these niggas gotta work for that. She ain't lying, Brandy. No, no. <laughs> Go ahead. You killed me, Brett. I was just about to talk about how it was all love because I ain't got to connect with nobody. I can go get my my thing sucked on Tuesday and then go have sex with so and so on Thursday. But at the end of the day, sounds crazy. I know she making me feel empty inside because <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, I'm sitting here trying to fill a void, nigga, I'm, here, here for, for my lack of accomplishments in life. I'm trying to get all this pussy to make up for it, but it, I'm still in my mom's basement, nigga. It's not helping me. <laughs> Hilarious. See, that's what Go it ahead, is. Man. Like, you know, while we bouncing and bouncing around, we not building that energy, you know, like mm. but like, you know, if you are in that mindset where you just if that's how you feel, that's what you want to do, mm-hmm. then by all means do that. But don't play yourself. Don't know, don't be that person where you know you're really feeling somebody, but you're trying to do this and you're trying to be that. No, just be you, man. Find that girl, find that dude, and just hold them down. Cause right now, on for us guys, these chicks is savages out here right now. So yo, I'm a, I'm telling y'all, don't meet no girl and she and, and she like you, and then you catching feelings and she looking at you like nigga. Listen, I told you what you was getting yourself into. Real shit, bro. They some savages, cause like I tried to make love to one one time and she <laughs> she hit me with the no, like 
turned around on me, just bang, bang yeah, out. Yeah, just bang me out. It fucked me up because I'm gonna keep it real. You know, my pop Trinidad, so you know I like the. Yo, listen. I, I like the. I, yeah, you I mean, mean, I listen. Hold it close. I, you I, know what I'm saying. Situ- listen, I had a situation where. Out of mercy. I'm fucking with a shorty. <laughs> I like. I go to her crib. I'm thinking she had a babysitter, bro. I'm banging her out. Her son wake up. She tell her son shut up and go back to bed. But wow. what you think I did? Stand up. Exactly. So like, damn, and then, I'm and then, part of the problem, right? Like, and then you left and was talking about her like you doing right now, like, like this bitch crazy. I was banging her out, yeah, and I was talking like, like, about her because it's like, because it's like, damn. And that moment is like, fuck it, we in it, we in it to win it. But then like, you leave the crib, you like, yo, it's like something to laugh about, like, yo, because. She, we was even laughing about it. We was done smoking the L. Like, yo, you crazy? You told the young boy to shut up. But she said, that nigga Listen to this story you just told. I smoked the L with this joint. I was banging out. Her son woke up. And- <laughs> she was crazy. This, this, is, this, is, this, this is, is why shit. niggas need wives. Yo, <laughs> this, this, this is exactly. why. This is why. Uh, and, and no, you're right, Brett. This, this is why we need wives. Because we out here wilding. And now, the women are wilding just as much as the guys. So, yo. And guess what? Um, I went to the clinic. This was last year. I mean, I've been to the clinic three months ago. But last year, when I went to the clinic. I asked them, and they told me in August of last year that it's it's enough people in Philadelphia to fill the Lincoln Financial Field that got that's HIV positive. So let me say. Mm-hmm. So let me say this though, right? Mm-hmm. And like, we still out here on some crazy shit. <laughs> so so let me say this though, right? Like you Brandon said, scared as hell right now. You said, go ahead, um, go ahead, B. You said, um. You know, like like women is out here being savages and stuff like this. You realize y'all created that, right? Yeah, this is absolutely, absolutely. y'all fault. Oh, exactly. So time out. So time out. So time out. I remember, like, I had an argument about uh, the, the song Rihanna came out with, right? And in the song, she say uh, something about I'm a savage, and you know what I mean? Oh and, yeah, yeah, yeah. So and and to me, I was like, why is that? Why is she? Why is that cool? And I like Rihanna, but for me, it was like, why is that cool? Like, why we? Y'all realize y'all created an atmosphere where it's like girls feel like they have to be unemotional, unattached, because the minute they do that, y'all out here calling them crazy. Y'all out here saying all types of craziness about them. And then when they when they turn all of those things off and start living like y'all, now all of a sudden they savages, they file, they this, they that. It, this is the atmosphere y'all created. Brandon? Well, I, I agree with you, Brett. We ain't, yo, I'm going to keep real because we supposed to hold our women down. You know, we got to be accountable because like, no, honestly, if no, she she got a point to that. She got she making no, a yeah. point there because like do. if she, is. she definitely we, is. We kind of like by us acting this way, they don't even know how to hold. It's like now they want to be like they don't know what to do. So it's, now they doing like, everything. So, it's like it's like it's like like kind of like how we was talking about before with what, what, women rushing to change their bodies and stuff. We like over sexualize them to the point so much that. They just identifying with that sense that sec, that's that, that part of their sexuality. So it's now. like if this is what you want, all right, nigga, here. Nah, it's so, like that. so think about it like this. This is what I always say. You look at uh you look at that y'all watch an NBA game, right? Y'all look at basketball players, y'all like that nigga nice, he good, whatever like that, right? You watch a WNBA game, right? The first thing a guy will say is Damn, look at them titties. Look at that. No, no, no. We'll say like, you know, we'll we'll, uh, we'll comment on the, the female's appearance. And always in sports, the more attractive women are always the most popular ones. They That's don't true. always necessarily have to be the best. Be but at the part. end of the day, the consumers are mostly men. So everything is hypersexualized in that manner towards them. Every single thing. Like, like, like Candace like Parker and, and, and uh, so, Scholar Diggins. Diggins. So at what point? Shout out to Light Skin. And is, so is, is there an entity out here that wants to devalue women? Don't Not even a black woman. We know, we know this world into the black woman. But because like, you know. 
we can get to that a little later. But as a woman, you know, because uh, when wasn't there something like because women didn't have rights at one point in this country? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like, like you know, it's women give life, right? So they, they should be like kind of like having to say so or having being right there with the men when it's mm-hmm. time to make the decisions, right? Men make. About female reproductive organs, yeah, but, you have no that, idea that, that, what's that, that, happening. That, that, How are see, you that's making my the point. rules? So where, so where did this hate come from for the woman from the man? It seemed like, mm. like there's this, there's this hate energy against women in so, this whole world. So I, I wouldn't speak necessarily to like a long time ago. Now I would speak to, more to like the whole broken home situation. Men look at women more so as their they maids, they, the, the person that's supposed to take care of them less than looking at them as a companion, somebody that they supposed to support somebody that they supposed to, they look at their single moms as somebody that's supposed to take care of them. And then when they don't, they don't, they can't take care of them more than what need do you have for them at that point? Right. So just like you move away from your single mother, right. You, you attach yourself to a woman. If she can't do the things for you that you require or the things that you think you need, then what, what need do you have for her at that point? Well, that's why you need to be raised in a certain way and exactly. know what you're doing yourself. Mm. It's like that's what it's like. Like you said, bring it to the table. That's saying I'm bringing this today. We bringing that. It's just like yo, like you saying most motherfuckers, and it's worse now. Uh, I'm jumping over the board. Let me say this: women, when I say they savages right now, because it seems like men was always the dogs, right? We the dogs. We still the dogs. I don't get fucked up. We still dogs. But it seems like women want to be fucking pussycats and doggy pussycats. It's like, <laughs> like they want to be just as doggy pussycat as us. Because like, you, because we got to the. I feel like women got to the point. Ain't that it's crazy? only so many. I mean, is it really though? Like, it's only so many times you can say like. It's only so many times you can say like if so. Women were the emotional ones, right? Mm-hmm. They was the nurturing ones. Mm-hmm. They was this. They was that. Right? Men got to the point where that was corny. Nah, she clingy. Nah, she. Too emotional. Now nah, she cry all the time. Now nah, she she, did, she nags she too did, much. She nagged me too much, right? Mm-hmm. And then then when she cut all of those things off, now it's like she is seven. Y'all done bred. Uh, it, it's it's evolution, right? Mm-hmm. So many years, women was looked at clingy, naggy, da 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 da. They got they got scorn for it, right? Now those same women done evolved into these girls that's out here now that mm-hmm. don't care about nothing. They don't right. care about you. They don't want to cook for you. They don't want to clean mm-hmm. for you. They right. want money. They want to move on about their lives. And this is this has been a natural progression for for the environment that they've been put in. And that's some true. And that's some real shit. And it's only getting worse. Real rap. Right, don't go this ahead. go back to people holding themselves accountable? Like yes, real rap. Right. Like no, like. Real shit. We can't be blaming men for women being savages. Just no, like no, we can't. We're not really blaming. We're just saying like, what? We, this is a team effort here. Causing it, causing effect. This is a team effort. Like, no, what we're saying is like, you know, just because I call her bitch, she shouldn't go act like a bitch. She just should be like, you know what, nigga, I ain't, I ain't conducting myself with your nut ass no more because you know how to talk to me. And that's what I'm saying. Women get to a point because I know it gets to a point where I'm calling bitches bitches and they laughing with me. You're, you're crazy, man. But damn, it's like, hold up. Okay, like, now I have wiggled my way. And, like, Corey mm. Holcomb was talking about that time. I felt him so much. It was years ago. Uh, the guy I used to work with, some guy named Comedian Dude, named Corey Holcomb was, like, talking about he called his girl a bitch one day. And he's, like, and she started giggling with him. But it's, like, mm-hmm. the way you finesse it in. Yeah. But it's, like, damn, like, it's niggas like me and Corey that's out here drawling that got women thinking, like, bitch, we can crazy. finesse something like that in where it shouldn't have been said in the first place. Like, because you got to have some type of respect for for your woman. Like, 
You shouldn't be calling women a bitch so, on a daily basis. Like that's just crazy. So man. so think about it like this, like like a popular term, right, for uh, a female to call her like a ride or die chick, right? Mm-hmm. Something happened to you, she stand by your side, you cheat on her forty five times, she stand by your side, you 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 go to jail, she wait for you for ten years, you you know what I mean? Like you do all of these negative things and a, a positive a positive connotation gets added to that woman. See how much she can take. She's a good woman because she can take a whole lot. Mm. But on the flip side, if there's a chick that who's like me, I'm not taking anything. Right. I'm gone. Mm. Right? <laughs> so so somebody like right me on. will get looked at like, oh nah, she don't care about nobody. She so a negative connotation. Oh, she care about herself. Uh, the kind of, a negative yeah. connotation gets put on a female who won't put up with that extra stuff, right? right. Uh, uh, ne- it'll be she'll be looked at in a way that's kind of just like she don't care about nobody. She ain't, she only care about herself, or whatever like that. But the girl who stand there and take all of this negative stuff for the entirety of her life, wait for you to get your shit together mm. and everything like that. She's good, but the girl that requires everything from you up front, mm-hmm. some, there's something negative about her. Right. So, in that- so I, I have a question real quick. I mean, cut you off. But um, so right now there's like this reemergence of black love that's happening on Instagram, but social media. Right. So um, what's happening in real life too? Yeah. So, but but my thing, my question is, what caused the fall of black love? Was it ex- false expectations or just sexual I greed? I don't think it's no fall. I think I we think on a rise. No, no, but see, that's we on an upturn. It's, 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 see, but it's, I mean, in order for it to be an upturn, it had to be a downturn first, right? It's this illusion. The downturn was the fact that every other woman was, every <gasps> other woman was put in the limelight. Over a black woman. Right. Unfortunately, right. that was the case. Right. Every other okay. woman, okay. with every other kind of woman. For example, people talk about the Kardashians, right? Right. Like they are black women. Right. When they, they are not. They're witches. Like at <laughs> they're the end black of the day, witches. <laughs> at the end of the day, we look at like we guys. Black women got reduced to a body type. Yeah. Right. So mm. it wasn't no more that. An actual black woman, the intellectual black woman, all that stuff, that kind of went out the window. Black women got reduced to a body type, which is why you can look at a white woman with a body type, i.e. an Iggy Azalea or somebody like that. And black men look at her like, I can have her. She's not white. She She has a certain body type. I'm just saying. So that's but what I'm saying is people don't even like if somebody if a black guy was dating Iggy Azalea nobody's gonna say he's dating a white girl I'm guaranteeing you nobody's right. gonna say that so like we they, got they didn't say that when, when, when Nick Young was dating her I don't know oh, okay. I, I didn't pay that I, no I, money. I, I, I didn't pay attention was, either you know, but was, I mean, and, and, but that's kind of yeah. different because you know she was a Personality at the time, so right. he was automatically gonna say Iggy, mm-hmm. right? But okay, I see what but, she, I see. What but if, saying, if she was like a random chick that looked like Iggy, you didn't then. really, you didn't really, especially since and since she was doing hip hop on top of that, exactly. right? Definitely didn't. So you did, definitely didn't say look at Nick and that white girl, right? right? It was like even even okay, Iggy Azalea, it still didn't click. All right, but she's still a white girl. You mm. know, it was. I see. I get, I get exactly like they read people rarely refer to Kim Kardashian as a European woman. They rarely do. Like right. it's like it's yeah, like she Armenian, right? Yes. Yeah, it, yeah, they yeah. rarely refer to her and as I'm that. Be real, Armenian, Armenian don't f- consider themselves like a white American. They just consider like, you understand Armenian. what I'm saying when I say that? Yeah. Like Armenian, like right. they don't consider themselves a white person like America do. Like yeah. you know right, what I'm right. saying. A land like a, a make America great again, white person. No, these are Armenians. Like, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people don't even realize that shit. No, nah. I think, but I think, like I said, and then there was like a whole influx of like 
the removal of darker skinned women yeah. from mm-hmm. the picture. Like you didn't right, even right. see darker skinned women. Like yeah. remember in the nineties you had Nia Long, you had all of these like positive Tatiana, inter- right. yeah, of these Tatiana, pretty right. black darker skinned women. It's like that went away totally. It's like even when you look at commercials, I remember watching the Super Bowl last year, right? And every commercial that came on with a family, if it was a black dude, it was either a biracial or a white wife. We was talking about that. And every single one. And see, and this is what brings me back to like, what is is this entity out here that, like we live in the United States of America, y'all. And it's a machine out here that's literally pushing this picture on us. Like, live this way. You're only supposed to, because like, think think about this, I'll give you an example. When you go on a trip, what's the package do? You, your wife, and what? Your two kids. Two kids. What if I got three kids? I'm about to say, I got three kids. What I if I got four? <laughs> I got to consider three You see what I'm saying? We, mm, yo, this place we live in is set up. It's a, but I yo, mean, it's yo, crazy. It's the deconstruction, though, because I, I, this is another conversation I've had. Like, I go to work. I work in a very corporate setting, right? I sit in a, a I can sit in a boardroom or in a board meeting, right? I sit around a table with, it's 20 of us. We all, you know, between the ages of 25 and 35, mm-hmm. every, and there's three black people, right? Mm. Every white person in that room between the ages of 25 and 35 is married. Every single one. I am mm. the only black person married in that entire office. Wow. Damn. It just is what it is. Right. And at the same time, though, if you look at it, white, young white males are taught to get married. To get married. Yeah. You go you you see them in college. They be proposing to their girlfriends senior year, mm-hmm. graduation, yep. we getting married, oh, we starting a family and then they start they start building their they empires together, mm-hmm. right? Wow. Black young wow. black guys get taught Live, that fuck life. live your life, live that fuck life. these hoes, yeah. do whatever you gotta do, and yeah. then you look up and you ain't got a four hundred one k, you ain't Not got a support shit. system, mm-hmm. you still living in an apartment, you ain't got a house, you ain't got nothing like that. We they yeah. deconstruct black families on purpose, mm-hmm. real shit. So mm-hmm. that for, was that was that was you you killed that because that was that was the realest right there. Because before you know it, you look up and you like, yo, what happened? So I want to ask this question. Um, <laughs> Primarily you, Britt, but I know y'all gonna have an opinion on this. Mm-hmm. this. This is more so like a double standard when it comes to interracial relationships. Okay. So why is it a bad thing or, or why do black women view a black man as weak when he dates outside of his race? But it's okay when a black woman does it, i.e. like it's Serena Williams. It's not okay, though. It's not okay. But, I mean, y'all, okay. y'all, I'll say it, not y'all, but black women in general, they, they deem that as cool. Or, it, yeah, go ahead, get the bag, sis. So first, you know what I'm saying? So they they praise all, it more than they condemn it. Okay, so first of all, to, to black women, I think, yeah, black women did look at Serena Williams and go, yeah, like, make sure you, you know, go do ahead, get the bag. Like that. But that's after watching her date four, five black dudes who did her dirty, right? Why, why That's after watching that. that. So then, so, so then, you turn around and some white dude treating her good. Y'all be the ones mad. We, we don't be mad because at the end of the day, nobody was willing to to settle down. Nobody was willing to marry her. Nobody was willing to do that stuff because they're taught differently. Now, mm. the whole like white women with black men thing, I I'm, I'm on I'm on the fence about that because I do think there are men who do marry white women of a certain personality type right mm. they do kind of live to the standard of the sit down and shut up and they they take care of their business they don't care what you do outside of that mm. like use this for example shannon sharp right he 
has become very popular. Yes, he has. Right? right? He was live on TV talking about how he wanted uh, Nicole Murphy, right? Yeah. Went as far yeah. to take pictures or whatever like that. You know that man has a whole woman? Yeah. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. She's white. I had no idea. She ain't say nothing. Mm. She ain't posting nothing on social media about him being a dog. Mm. None of that. She sat there and she shut up. She don't say a word. <laughs> so I, th- I feel like that is more like, I feel like sometimes powerful Black men get into a situation where they feel less intimidated mm. by being with a white woman who is more likely to conform. I got something to say after it's why I'm going. Yeah, I'm, I, well, I, I can't. I can't disagree. I do think a lot of a lot of brothers in certain positions will definitely date the white woman because it's easy because it's quote unquote easier to deal with. Mm. But I mean, just going back on like Serena. I mean, I think I don't know about I don't know the details of any of her relationships with the black men. I do think I think one of them did cheat on her, mm-hmm. but the boy from ATL. Yeah, yeah, I know uh, one of them, one of them did. Jackie che- Long. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I knew one of them did cheat on her, but oh, fuck, would you cheat on Serena Williams? I'm sorry. Drake they, strung her along for a while. Right. Common. Right. I don't know if he cheated. I don't know, but, but it's like you know what I mean. It's like, but maybe it was the like what an actor and two rappers. Mm-hmm. So maybe she should have went to a brother that, of course, she got a date on a certain level just because she is at a certain level. Mm-hmm. Maybe if she have went why? to a because like people out here to take advantage also, and true. Some, this is true. and people will practice the long con in order this to get true. what they want. So if you, it, it makes more sense. I can't blame somebody for finding somebody that has at least close to as much to lose as I do, if things don't go right. So, but I feel like maybe if she had a went. And then maybe she went to a different route. Maybe she'd have dated because her, her husband now he's uh, he's corporate for the most part. Mm-hmm. He owns Reddit. Maybe she had a dealt. With, and I'm not saying she didn't or if she did, but maybe she'd have dealt with a different type of brother. I mm. mean, you you you're you're right, but at the same time, like like I said, I feel like sometimes the position that like black men are put in, it's kind of, it's that saying right? The true test of a man is when. He doesn't have is when he has everything, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So you put him in those types of positions. I feel like black men are are taught more so to live a certain lifestyle when they have money. Mm. They're taught that they don't have to settle down when they have money. Whereas white dudes, when they get money, the they, first thing they, they do get is get married. Right. The first thing they do is get mm. married. You see all of these the the white NFL players and stuff like that. The minute these dudes get Drafted, they go get married. Every single one of them. Are are they? Is is that more so of them kind of, for lack of a better term, securing their dick? It's they securing their business. They securing yeah. their families. Mm. They securing like they legacy. They securing their legacies. Debt. Their dick. Like as far oh, as like instead instead of like the, fucking everyone in the world and getting and having a greater risk of catching something. It's like you know what? No, I'm gonna get just, this money now. I don't find somebody that I'm cool with, like, no, and then I'm I'm locking that down. I mean, they're raised differently, just in the sense most of them are coming from a parent, a household that had both Two parents. parents right. anyway. mm. They're not okay. coming so from a broken home. They, they're they not watching. They, right. They're not watching this Rolling Stone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it, like she's saying, it's, that's good. I like it's that. just all about the foundation. What you're being brought up, like. If your mom had a, if your mom had you at 13, 14, you're fucking gonna have a baby at 13, 14 years old. That's Unless real, she told you this is why you shouldn't do it. 
because I had you this age and look at the struggle I went through. But if nothing is being taught that way, then it's, they gonna think it's cool to just have another one with a baby, like. Mm. And, and then we we glorify like, I, like I said, I feel like in that community they glorify getting married, having kids, building a life, right? Mm-hmm. We glorify like somebody like Lil Wayne, dude got. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how many kids at this point, but I don't even know how many people. Damn, it's like Fetty, Fetty Wap, the same thing. It's like we right. glorify the fact that these dudes got all their kids, and then they'll say things like, "Oh, you take care of his kids." Like, come on, man! Like, at a at a point, you gotta be. You know, I'm, I'm sorry, real quick. That's like rest in peace, uh, Shorty Low. Right. Like, dude had what? How many? I forgot how many kids he got by like nine different baby moms, and they give this dude a reality show. Yeah, and they and they was making it like they glorifying it like Yo, for this for, is our, cool. for our for like, community that this is cool, but white people can't do that. See, it's only going to get worse because like what we're saying is here they're putting this platform, and here we got to be accountable. But mm. they know once we get this bag, it's a wrap. Like we're gonna do everything in our power. To fuck everything up, because mm-hmm. and that's why I we was selling to them. the money. And we I was selling them, Brit. I was like, yo, I'm glad I've been through what I've been through now. Because like, if I win the lottery, I'm not, I'm yo, bro. We investing, we doing everything we supposed to do. We gonna ball, but we ain't gonna be like we ain't gonna be in the city, right? In Philadelphia, driving around in Ferraris and Bentleys and shit. Mm. We down like Miami, chilling. But it's all about progress. It's all about building the foundation of like. If I got like a million dollars when I was nineteen, twenty. Nigga, I, my mindset would be different. That's why I think we we, we, we need is is better like when we have think groups like this where we can get around like minded people, even women though. Mm-hmm. Like I'm glad to hear you speak like this because it's like it's just to go to show we got women out here that's like minded like us. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I mean that can come together, we can talk, have a great conversation. And guess what? Not be physically attracted to you, just attracted in the sense of talking. Mm-hmm. And then you can go home, have fun, I can go do me. But it seemed like you walk into a circumference and niggas feel so obligated to get with her or to get with this person. Bro, mm. chill the fuck out. Right, it's right. Always, it's, it's it's always, it becomes an end game at the end of the day. It's like, like, and everyone like, has an angle. It's like, yo, when does when do you have an angle on your own life? Like, you know what? You know what I was talking about the other day. Niggas like, yo, where your, yo, what's up with your will game? The fuck you mean what's up with my will game? Like, I said, what's up with your will game? Nigga thought I was talking about driving. No, what's up with your will game? Your um, will, the will oh, win. Oh, okay, okay. This like, nigga didn't even know what I was talking about. See what I'm saying? Because when you see what I'm saying out here, no, no. Because when you say will and will, they sound the same. God damn it, Antoine. Work on your pronunciation. <laughs> no, but um, I'll tell you, I'll tell you this, and I will, and I will. <laughs> but that's what I was saying. It's like we gotta, my bad. We gotta have that will game, that will within. We have that burning desire to win. Willpower. Willpower, yeah, you, you know, what I mean? have that burning desire. Like niggas want to so, have game power. But so, your, your your previous your previous point was about like why there's a problem with. Like I feel like it's a double standard when it comes to interracial and relationships how women think and how women it. think about it. Yeah, because I feel like, like I said, I I just think that women feel like black women feel like they've been. Uh, underappreciated for so long mm. that it's like why wouldn't I step outside my race or whatever like that personally I wouldn't but it's just it's just a matter of like if if y'all not gonna step up to the plate and do the things that we want mm-hmm. or y'all not gonna step up to the plate y'all not trying to get married you're not trying to settle down y'all trying to have a thousand kids that's not to say that every guy's like that but if every guy in my space is doing that then I gotta go outside my space 
if that's what I want, right. or mm. I'm gonna settle for something. Just, but just to offer another side, like it's a lot of it's, it's some brothers who step outside of the race because in a lot of, not maybe not the same exact reasons, but maybe they dealt with a lot of black women that mm-hmm. didn't appreciate them or was only out to use them because like how we how black men. Uh, not looking at women the right way because we come from a broken home. Some mm-hmm. black women aren't looking at black men the right way because they came from a broken home. And they, maybe they had a mother who didn't teach them properly mm-hmm. because maybe she didn't get over her hurt. Mm. So, she, mm. so she didn't teach him properly. Therefore, she couldn't see the value in him. And he kept dealing with that That's to good. the point where he said, I'm going to step outside my race. So it, it, can, it can go both ways. It just seems like it's more so us doing it to us as far as men doing it to women but it's definitely uh cases and of women doing it to men causing men to step outside of their race as well so i have a true or false statement i just want to know what y'all think about it if it's true or false or in, and i want you to elaborate mm-hmm. um black women date outside of their race for financial stability while black men date outside of their race for emotional peace is that true or false i think it's partially true. brandon get in yeah. get in <laughs> It's only true because that's the trend. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's that's what we've learned. Mm. Just like you said earlier, we've learned that the uh, uh, the white woman is passive and lets you rock out with everything. But I know a homie who got a white girlfriend, and she and she is probably a piece to handle. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? You mm-hmm. feel what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel what you're saying. Yeah, so it's all an illusion, like you said earlier. You know what I'm saying? like we the, the media is just telling us what to do and what to believe, and if you step outside of that, then you're not... You're not who society say you are. But right. see, I and real I, shit. I'm, like I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to disagree with you on that point right, of the media. And this is like everybody wants to blame shit on the media, or they want to blame shit on society. We are society. No, no, like yeah. we we have the power to. I want to say dictate, but oh, even even in ourselves, we have the power to choose whether what we see on the news is bullshit or not. Like if we don't have the information ourselves, like and I feel like the um, what was that that quote from the Players Club, uh, where um, Lisa Ray's character she not that it was um she was in class and it was uh she was talking to her teacher and she said don't trust anybody's information but your own. Why don't we do that? We just we trust everything we see on our phones, on the TV, on the iPad or whatever. But when it comes to just like researching information for ourselves, we talked about last week when we talked about voting. Why is it that we're so quick to believe a fucking meme that says, yeah, if you don't have a guy who acts this way, then he ain't shit. Or if you have a girl who doesn't act this way, then she ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? So I just feel like. Where do you get your information from? I research. Where? I look at books. I look at. I mean, I, I, I'll I'll say this. I take what's on the news, and then I'll I'll, so is <laughs> I'll, I'll take what's on the news, and then I dig deeper to find out what the real truth and, and is. You dig, it, and you dig where? I mean, obviously, you on the internet. So your internet is other people's thoughts, right? This is true. So then I stand corrected. Okay. I was gonna say the same thing once you say yeah, your own you, information. <laughs> I know what you meant to say for your own information, but right. you said it kind of like what information? Because all the information we get is from other people. It's from media. This I mean, we true. get bombarded with you. We've been getting bombarded with all this stuff for but, a long time. But do we have Everybody. to believe it if we're if, even if we're getting bombarded by it? Do we have to believe it? No, it's not even that you have to believe it. It's what you choose to take in, exactly. right? Mm-hmm. So if I want to change my mindset, I'm choosing not to take in social media. Right. Therefore, I don't need to be there. This is good. If I don't want to think certain things about what I, you know, what 
what I'm receiving on television. I'm not going to sit here and watch, watch Love and Hip Hop exactly. and all that Absolutely. shit. Like, That's if good. I don't want to take in that kind of information, I don't. If I want to be a free-thinking individual, you can only be so free-thinking because at the end of the day, everything that you're taking in is based on other things. The only thing that changes that is experiences. So if you're not going somewhere, if you're not going somewhere, if you're not doing something, if you're not changing your environment, mm-hmm. then... Your information is coming from other people, right? And, and nine times like out of and nine times out of I ten, I stand corrected. If 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 you you have to get your information from other people, like just like you will probably write a book, like Charlemagne wrote a book, for instance. Like he might probably got some good info in there mm-hmm. that we can take and use mm-hmm. information. But mm-hmm. he got that shit from somebody else. So it's just like, what information are we putting out? I'm not getting my information from fucking the news. I'm gonna go read a book. I'm gonna go to the library because they said if you want to hide something from a nigga, put it in a book. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like the news is just is just corrupted. That's just something fast, 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 fast. They know we're not gonna look in no book. They know we're not gonna do our own research. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, that's we, not we, that's we, not a book pro- pro- problem. That's a consumption problem. But but it's like all about who you are, how you raised. Right. Like you know what I'm saying? Like right. I'm. A, it's hard for me to read a book. Like I start reading a book, and it's like for some reason. I start feeling like I'm. T- it's so weird. It's a consumption problem. Right. Exactly. It's a, we so like I personally try to read a book a month, right? Right. And that's because I I would rather sit there and read a book than watch the movie, right? Because mm-hmm. I feel like I'm going to get the more detailed information. However, that's we good. have a consumption issue with we always want the quick fix to everything. Mm-hmm. That's why you'll watch the movie in two hours rather right. than take a few weeks and, and read, read the book. The, book. And the right. books are always better. And, always and, better. And, and, guess what, and guess what I learned from that? When I read, it ain't got a movie to Maniac McGee, but I read a book called Maniac McGee, right? And I never knew that reading a book is is so much better than looking at a movie, even though it wasn't a movie. But it's just like you make your own fucking movie in your head. Mm-hmm. It's like yo, I swear to God, like you saying, it's all about consumption. What you mm-hmm. used to, right? What are we doing? What are we consuming? Like, you know what I mean, like if I'm not used to reading when I'm young, I'm not gonna want to read when I get older. So now you got to train yourself to read. This mm-hmm. is true. Now, if you're not strong, you don't have that willpower. Like you're just gonna be fooling yourself. Like, and I was doing that for a while. Like, I got me another book called Think and Grow Rich. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I, I started reading that yeah, by Napoleon Hill. Mm-hmm. And that book is amazing. Like, the things, and, and it seems like, them. I think if people would just read more, we'd have a bigger imagination. We're too busy going on our phones, and we're being dictated what to do. But that's starting from kids now. People killing yeah. their kids that way, right. yo. Like, right. at the end of the day, like, I feel like, like, I hate being places and seeing people walking with their children and giving their kids iPads and giving yeah, their yeah. kids mm-hmm. their phone to play with and stuff like, like that. Because I remember being, like, you don't even see kids outside no more. Like, nope. I, I remember being a kid and, like, I could literally sit there and make up a thousand things to entertain myself. Mm. And I feel like kids struggle so hard now just with their imagination because it's not there. Hence, hence why their, their attention deficit, what, 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 their attention span is what, six seconds now? Yeah. And if, the, devel- and if the, the, the kids are the developers that are actually making these devices, they're, they're putting them on a certain restrictions, and then you're just giving your kids. The iPad is a pacifier. Right. And I mean, to tell you something. It's, it's, just, it's really a sit down and shut up tool. So, right. So, so think about it like this. Like, me and you was both kind of raised the same way. Like, if I was bored, if I was fidgety when I was a kid, right, my, my aunt would hand me 
a piece of paper and a pencil mm-hmm. right. and say, draw something, mm-hmm. write something, oh, yeah. or whatever like that. And like I used to have to sit there and write a story, or I would have to sit there yep. and draw a picture or something like that. So when I got older, I was more in tune to doing those right. types of things. It's more, you were more in tune into your creativity, right. which is more so in tune it, with yourself. Exactly. It's right. Our own creativity. We have no creativity anymore. Not us, but the younger generation. Right. There's no creativity or seat or critical thinking. Like there's no critical. Thing. I mean, kids go online and watch kids play, play with, with, play with toys. Oh, let's talk about. Yo. Isn't that like crazy? Watch them play. Oh my goodness! Or you go online and watch somebody play a video game. Yeah. Like you're going to sit there. You're not playing the game yourself, but you're going to sit there and watch them play the game. Like that's I was, it's I was crazy. bugging out. I was bugging out last year. It was like two years ago, right? I got a son, Keon, right, and um, he was watching other kids. Play the game. And I'm thinking like them. Are you just watching them? I remember I used to do that to get the cold or something like to yeah. see how they got through the board. See how they got through it. Let yep. me see how they got through but this banjo kazooie board. Because no. banjo kazooie was crazy in Zelda, so I'm like, let me go on the internet real quick and see how they did this on the internet, right? Mm. But it's just like, yo, like, and back then we didn't really have it. We had to go through Game Game Informer. Game right. Informer, yeah. Game Informer, yeah. Magazine. Go to the back and yeah. find the code. And it's yeah, like they now put the it's like I'm game. asking, I'm like, yo, like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm watching them play this, and I'm like, why are you watching them? Just go play the game. And it's like he really was having more of a good time watching them play instead of him playing because I guess he felt like he couldn't have that much fun to create it. It's a consumption mm. issue. It's Everybody wants the quick fix. Mm-hmm. Like I literally watch my niece and nephew watch YouTube. Of kids playing with toys that they have, like you have these toys. Why it's are like you they, watching? They're trying to figure out how to play with the toy rather than just playing with the toy. I, I, that, I think them I watching don't. them play with the toys, their way of playing with the toy. Well, listen, this I, shit I, is getting psycho. So, this, this. so are, are are we do are we living vicariously through the internet? Yes. yes, the internet is so, killing people. Yo, so, absolutely. Again, it's like like I, I like, like Zuckerberg says on a social media, social network movie. I want people to live their lives online. Right. That's exactly what's even going to, on. Even to that to the other point, before you finish, it's like so think about it like this. Like they talk about people's Facebook followers, friends, um, how many likes you get on a picture and stuff like that. Like people really they really associate their popularity. They associate their popularity to how many people they have on right. social media. Right. So, I, I, I want to tie this tie this back in because everything that we're saying, as far as just living vicariously through the internet, or mm-hmm. just even taking the time to figure people out, mm-hmm. I feel like right now nowadays, people's people pickers thrown the fuck off, and this is why I was asking the question of why are we so enamored by just good sex rather than a good spirit mm-hmm. is because people are looking at what's online and trying to recreate that in their own Absolutely. lives because the the i mean the mess like the messages that were put out through media when we were young mm-hmm. are not there anymore this the is messages true. have become way more surface and superficial now like mm. that's i mean that has a lot to do with it because we yeah. we were bombarded with messages and so absolutely like the cartoons we watched are way mm-hmm. different than the cartoons that, that these kids watch now in fact like the, it's like we had cartoons that actually would end with in the moral of the story absolutely you know what i mean like was actually teaching it like gi joe they was really like he made all that stuff right like, now it's it's the not TV there shows, yeah. it's just it's just like mindless <laughs> drivel on tv and I, I i i can equate that to this like now I went to school for animation. I'm an animator, right? Yeah. And they 
in the number one, I won't say the number one rule, but the biggest thing that they said was like Japanese anime mm-hmm. is not real animation because what it is, like they'll do a pose and their mouth will move. That's it. Mm-hmm. There's no secondary movement. So uh-huh. you're not really like animation is supposed to like recreate real life in a cartoon way. Like a okay. flip book. Yeah. Like a, like a flip book. Mm-hmm. But what's happening now is, and I feel like, um, a lot of this, a lot of this shit that we see on TV, as far as the cartoons, is getting really dialed down mm-hmm. because it's quick to do. Right. Just like I can equate it with relationships right now. Like what we see on your reality TV is just a quick fix for people's pain that they may that, that they may be going. But through. like this, but look at all the look, look at the relationships that were on TV. It's, it's dumbed we down. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm sorry. When we were growing up, right? You had healthy. Black relationships. Black relationships. Absolutely. You had Fresh Prince. You had mm-hmm. Family Matters. Mm-hmm. You had Parenthood. Parenthood. I even go. I go further than that because I always say like when I was growing up, I had two idols on TV. I don't have any older sisters or anything like that. But in my mind, there was two people that I looked up to: Lena James and Maxine Shaw. Living single and a different world. Oh, a different right? world. Yeah, Those yeah, are the yeah. two characters right. to me that I felt like I could look up to one because they was fully clothed all the time but like they were the smart they were silly shit. they was able to be themselves and they was always like the they cool knew how to hold their the own and they right? take no shit right? and they could they, they could hold their own right and i always looked up to those two girls that's how i that's how i grew up but at the end of the day when when you look at uh the internet and what it's doing now is even though it's shrinking the world you get to see a lot more you get to see a lot more negative stuff too mm-hmm. and people aren't Attributing everything that's happening to the fact that it's, de- it's desensitizing us to everything. Everything, right? So, uh, as a black yo, woman today, who do family. you feel like these young black girls can look up to as far as a public figure? Is there any? Is there anybody out there other than Michelle Obama? Because I was getting ready to say I that. Say other than Rich, other than Michelle Obama, is there anybody out there that you yeah. feel like is a Yara Shahidi? Okay, yeah. um, from uh, Blackish, right? Yeah. Absolutely. She's okay, a, she got she got her own show now. Yeah, yeah college. Uh, Gronish. Yeah, Gronish. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a really good show too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yara Shahidi. Um, the anybody who was in the Black Panther movie. Um, okay. Yeah, it, it's I a, got a huge crush on Latisha Wright, but that's besides the point. Yeah, no, she's dope too. She's dope. Uh, um, what's her name? Uh, yeah. Um, oh, Kiki Palmer. Not, she she took a turn for the worst. Yeah, okay. I was about to say, she Kiki. took a turn. That's, for the that's what I thought too. you were talking about. I'm sorry, Kiki Palmer. Yeah, she she had a moment. She had a few moments there where, of, of uh, ratchery. Yeah, yeah, where she, she kind of you know, I'm saying maybe the the, the life. What happened? What happened there? Cool. She got. I mean, she got. She got. She got kind of roped into the uh, the ratchery. The, yeah, like she she was publicizing a lot of things. She didn't necessarily right. have to publicize. Right. Like for me, I feel like you can live whatever life you want. You can smoke weed. You can you can do the whole. I have threesomes and I'm bisexual and all that. You can live that life. You can right. do that. Mm. You don't have to publicize everything you do in your everyday life. Like you don't have to do that. Like and for me, I feel like. The more and more people keep saying, like, it's amazing that people are putting all this information out. It's, it's not, an overload. We don't need overload. all of that. It's not and, TMI and, see, and, and I think, I'm glad you put it that way. See how you said just giving us too much info? Because mm-hmm. I think they, another way you said desensitizing us, right? Because eventually, 
they're going to hit us with this whole privacy act thing. I don't know if everyone's paying attention, but mm-hmm. the government really trying to get motherfuckers like we don't have no privacy. Like it's going to get to a point where they're listening to us and they can look at us whenever they want. Let me tell you something. Yeah. And, I was in my bedroom not too long ago. Yeah. I was standing in front of my mirror. I was talking on the phone to my girlfriend, right? Yeah. And I was talking about something I needed to pick up from the store. Go ahead. And I have uh uh the Amazon Alexa drone uh, oh, in my room, right? Yeah. So I'm talking on the phone and I'm like, yo, I gotta go to the store and pick up whatever. The very next time I picked up my phone, it was ads for what I was talking about yo. on my phone. See, and listen, and, and, and see, this is what we're saying because like, yo, everything we're saying right now, like Brissett, desensitizing. So when they hit us with this privacy act law and it's like we won't have no more privacy, people are like, oh well, we're we're letting you know everything anyway. I'm letting you know what I'm eating, where I'm going, right. where I'm sleeping, what my sheets look like. What I just washed up with. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, privacy. What privacy? There's a whole lot of stuff that go with that, too. Because I personally think, you know, the whole DNA thing where everybody, like, traces my tree and all that. Niggas about to be getting in trouble. It's called singularity. There you go. It's into the future. The next five years, some crazy shit is about to be jumping off. Just Mm -hmm. keep your eyes open. All right, so... Brandon, go ahead and say what you want to say. Then it's, we allu- go it's an illusion of privacy anyway, because Big Brother's always been watching. George Orwell, 1984. Oh. All right, so to, to wrap this up, I want Antoine, please give your final thought on everything that we talked about, if you can. Well, I mean, we talked about a lot. A lot, right. Like, I don't... When, it, when it comes to these like relationships, or why should... Or why is it that women, a woman can't keep a man, or why a dude can't keep a woman... You know, well, I mean, that's just to kind of like rehash some of the things we were talking about is, you know, uh, lack of accountability, mm-hmm. the not being real, like not being real with yourself, not being real with your partner, with your expectations or, you know, what I mean, things like that mm-hmm. is just causing a rift, the negative, the negative media mm-hmm. that we subjecting ourselves to. It's all play. It all plays a role. Right. You know what I mean, we need to kind of detach from a lot of the things we're attached to and just kind of get back to self. Mm. And then once you work on that, and then you can start worrying about who you're dealing with, or who you should be dealing, who you even want to deal with. Absolutely, Matt. Right. It's all about your energy. What you put out is what you're going to get back. So far as like relationship status, like if you're not really to build with somebody, just don't get into a relationship. Like if if you want sexual relations. Save up some money from your check. Go give a prostitute some bread, bro. Cause like <laughs> that's bad advice. Fuck it. No, no. Cause like, like think about it. Cause like, right, like y'all said, it's, it's like maybe you don't even gotta do that. But right. yeah, but yeah, but it's it seems like sometimes, like you said, though, it becomes a headache. That's why Backpage was the truth. I and guess what? Shout I, to I, put I, your I'm living, no, 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 no. Right, hold on, no, no. hold on. And I'm, I'm, I never banged anything off Backpage, but best believe when 84th Street Madison Place was popping, niggas was on Backpage. All I wasn't, but I'm living vicariously through my homies right now, right? Sure, you were, man. You dated a chick from where? Name drops. God damn! God damn. We told you about this, man. Young boy. Jesus Christ! I was the. I was dating Malcolm, a woman. Please, uh, please, please give your final uh, thought while why you're talking. A and give me an explanation. She, was a, she had a back page. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool, Malcolm. Wait, 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 wait Mal, 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 get, 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 give your final thought. Oh, um. Back page cheeks. 
<laughs> Hashtag. No, but don't, don't Instagram got like a back page type thing though where you could pay for subscriptions to people hey, and stuff. That, that, that's Snapchat. They, they, Snapchat. They Snapchat. Yeah, yeah. Instagram got it too. Instagram got it. Oh, shoot. Shout Snapchat. out to Carmel Kid. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of yours. Right, listen. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Mel. <laughs> All right, uh, Brandon, do you have a final thought? I mean, regarding uh, the relationships, I just think we all need to hold ourselves accountable, you know what I'm saying? Because if I'm responsible for my actions, which I'm in control of, I can make myself better and, I guess, be prepared for that woman that can be better for me as well. It's, it's a mutual thing, man. We can't. We got to stop blaming men for women broken hearts and, and men stop blaming women for the broken hearts. And let's just... Let's just come together and heal each other. That's that's all. Mm. Uh, protection. <laughs> nah, I just I, I just think that uh, the the only problem right now that I think is running rampant is the fact that we we all lie to each other and we lie to ourselves. Mm. As soon as we decide to be more honest with who we are and what we want, I think um, it'll be a lot easier to accept people for who they are. It'll be a lot easier to trust people too. If I mm. know who you are. From if you come to me raw and uncut from the beginning, I gotta accept exactly who you are. And if I provide the same thing, we shouldn't have no problems. No, that's that's good. Um, I was I was talking to the um, to the point about like people's people picker, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I watching that that Quincy Jones documentary the other night, it, it really hit me. Like, I gotta, the, I'll say the new people that I I come across, mm-hmm. I want to look at you rather as rather are you. A contract or a handshake? Mm. Contract means, you know what? I don't have much, but I need to look out for myself. Where a handshake says, you know what? You have as much you have much to lose as I do, but I trust you. Mm-hmm. You're leaving me hanging. Oh, I'm going to shake your hand. And I, 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 feel like, <laughs> I feel like something like that where it's just like, I mean, we all look at each other as quote-unquote commodities anyway, but why not? Take that mindset of looking at people as commodities and really putting it into practice. Like instead of just like you know what, this person, nah, I don't fuck with his energy. I ain't fucking with him. But who knows what can happen? But just, just you got to be able to gauge people. You got to be able to, um, I want to say, figure people out. Mm-hmm. But just read them. Take the time and just like see how they are. See how they interact with people that that's in their circle mm-hmm. and from that point you'd be able to to determine whether you whether this person could be useful to you or not mm-hmm. and you just leave it right there See, I, that part i disagree with like i i think uh, like matt kept saying talking about energy you want to keep the the right kind of energy around you people need to be more careful yeah. with the kind of energy that they allow around yeah. you like i'm very protective of what my circle is and who i allow in it absolutely and, because i feel like you you are who you are the people who are around you like you, you become that you think that way you talk that yes, way you, you walk do. that way mm-hmm. those people support you throughout your life so you gotta be uh you gotta be very diligent in the the kind of energy you take in so it's not always uh, a commodity it's more so of uh, a universal thing like mm-hmm. what are you what are you surrounding yourself with like who's who's adding value to my life and exactly. who whose life am I adding value to exactly okay. So on that note, this has been the No Vaseline Podcast. Antoine, please tell them where they can find you, social media, if you got anything to promote, handle it. Um, I'm on Instagram at Antoine Raw, A-N-T-O-I-N-E, underscore R, underscore A, underscore W. Facebook, Antoine Stout. Peace and love. Matt? I'm on uh, Facebook at Matthew Mason. 
You can find me on say like, no, you can find me on Instagram <laughs> at Lavelle Mason. And you know you know what? And um what we gonna start doing for y'all too, we're gonna uh start putting out some stuff on uh what's the page on Facebook? Yes, on uh Facebook, No Vaseline Podcast. Please yeah. go in there if you wanna um Got give us some feedback, feedback questions like if you want us to talk about anything because we know we really just want to give back to y'all if y'all got any questions y'all want to hear us talk about uh anyone else you know like just hit us up on uh what's it called again chris sorry no vaseline podcast on facebook all right it's on facebook facebook that's what i'm saying not what it's called where is that on facebook okay there you go guys malcolm <laughs> you can reach me at uh, mgxpov that's on facebook and mgxpov on instagram brandon I'm on Facebook, Brandon Julian, uh, on Instagram, Lord of Mercy, Lord underscore O underscore Mercy A4. Um, I also got a little, little. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Brittany. I'm on Instagram, uh, Brennick underscore one five. Really not trying to be reached, but <laughs> whatever Damn. you want to do. <laughs> All right. Well, okay, Britt. <laughs> and on, on that note, um, you know what I'm, you should have just said. Oh, I'm sorry, Chris. Chris when Brick came up, she be like, "I'm good." <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Chris. No, no, it's cool. On, on, on that note, um, you can find me on Instagram, Cool Guy P, as well as uh, Crispy Studios. You can find out my web. Go to my website, CrispyStudios.com, and like uh, Matt said earlier, we got a Facebook page, No Vaseline Podcast. Go in there, uh, post any questions, give us feedback, talk shit. We don't care, but it is all good. Brit, what's I have up? a question. You gonna invite me back? No. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> no, absolutely, of course. Wonderful. Like, Brit, I mean, you remember I need an invite? You just, just like, show yo, up. Hey, yo, like yo, just <laughs> like yo, y'all doing a podcast tonight? Right. Yeah. Right. All right, come on through. About. I ain't trying to walk in. <laughs> Hilarious. But yeah, so um, again, this is no Vaseline podcast, and like I said last week, with love, fuck all y'all. We yeah, out. and we appreciate you coming through, Brit. Visualize. I stare, compare, and snare between this intersection. Trying to feel accepted, dealing with its ugly twin rejection. My balloon gets filled up and it gets quickly deflated. Isolated, deserted, lonely, not good enough, frustrated. My mind, I can't take it. Uh.
Thanks for listening. Tune in 24-7 at WJMSRadio.com.